0: Welcome to Passion for Collecting, the official podcast of CAS, where we talk everything collectibles from toys to sports memorabilia. And now here are your hosts, Chris Whitlock, Ross Barr, and Anthony Spinicky.
1: Hey there, toy fans. This is Chris Whitlock from Collector Archive Services, and this is CAS Presents Passion for Collecting, Episode 4. This is sponsored by CAS. Visit us at collectorarchive.com for all your collectible toys, video games, and sports memorabilia. I am here with my uh, two co hosts, uh, Ross the Man Bar, and some other guy that constantly makes fun of me on um, YouTube that I'm not going to acknowledge because I hate him. (laughs) So, no, okay, so Ross and Anthony, welcome to the show. Hello, collectors. (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. Hello there. Long time no see. It's been an incredibly busy month for Collector Archive Services. Um, A lot of awesome stuff going on. I um, am still riding the buzz from ICCCon, which was absolutely outstanding. Um, I didn't get to Kane, but um, some of our other representatives did, and it was absolutely... outstanding as well there is a lot of momentum and a lot of love for collector archive services and um, i just want to say thank you to all the people that are continuing to support us um, both by submitting items and listening to our content and uh, it's very overwhelming in a positive way to be part of cas right now
2: yeah, I mean, I have heard from multiple people how well. I unfortunately, I personally wasn't at ICCC or or Kane either. But people were really happy with the, you know the job that you you did, Chris and Ken did, and uh, Greg who helped us as well at ICCC, yeah. and Brendan and and Lee did. You know, did a great job, at Kane. You can see that based on the volume of submissions we got, our you know the hobbies are as strong as they've ever been. Yeah, people are just ready to get out and wipe off all this COVID stuff, and just really, really active. It's great to see.
1: Yeah, it, it's it was just it was so much fun, and you were missed. I mean, you know, if there's a video where somebody said they um, missed your what your sexy face. So, um, well,
2: that's nice. That's nice. I would. I, CES was in very good hands, which is good.
1: I, well, you, I I tried to fill your shoes. Turns out, you know, it's a lot of work to do. But yeah,
2: size twelve, you know, size so, twelve. So good luck with that.
1: I'm nice. a hobbit, so I got big feet yeah. but small stature. So. You know, so, um, but we actually have a great show lined up for you folks today. We actually have um, an incredible guest, Josh Josh Van Pelt, who um, is just a plethora of um, masters of the universe um, information. And spoiler alert, um, also, I hear he's into sports cards, which we're going to talk about that. Um, So we're gonna have uh, we're gonna go into news really quickly. We're gonna follow that up with our guest spotlight with Josh, and then we're gonna do not one but two. Investors' corners. Um, the first one is the um, Investors' Corner toy edition, and the other one will be. We'll um, have to come
2: up with a name for that. At some yeah, point. It's
1: some some sports theme sort of yeah. thing. There's got to be some sort of it a It can't just good... be
2: Investors' Corner Park. It should be. It should be, like it, it should like be
1: Investors' Corner um, sports card edition. But I wanted to put that out there. But. You know, mm. so. mm. I'm very prissy. I'm very. We're gonna, prissy, we're gonna so. put a pin
2: in that, right? Now, <laughs> put a
1: pin. I, yeah. <laughs> a, I feel like nine out of ten things. I I'll send Ross a text, and he's like, mm, "Very good idea." We'll put a pin well, in. Well, this is like, a, this is how it goes. he has
2: amazing ideas. <laughs> he has a lot of ideas, but I will get like a fifteen, <laughs> you know, like no, not fifteen, like a hundred line text from him <laughs> yeah. with all these ideas. I'm like, "Yeah, let's talk <laughs> about that, Chris. That yeah. sounds great." I I, I gotta great.
0: ask. I gotta ask because I see those texts, like Chris. <laughs> Do you type those or do you dictate those into the phone? I type them They are like humongous. I know. And I'm like, I'm to like. the point <laughs> that you have to, you have to press the I'm text. I'm like, this so guy. goes into
2: another screen guy,
0: where it goes to you
2: the whole I'm text. the I'm Stephen
0: like, King of texting is what it is. I'm like, this guy has to be like, speaking no. it into the phone. You're typing it. I type them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. You, oh boy. You're,
2: you must have such arthritis
1: in your thumbs. <laughs> I, no, I, yeah. I have great hands. So look at these. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Ooh, you, those, those. Can you show them again? Can you show yeah,
1: your hands again? Yeah, it's like a those hand are, model. Those yeah. are beautiful.
2: There you go, actually like... have very, beautiful hands. You <laughs> Thank have very you. beautiful
0: hands. Sexy hands. Yeah,
3: yeah. Th-
1: you know, there's a ton of women that will like see me from you and be like, I just had to come up to you and say you have incredible hands. So <laughs> it happened zero times in my life. But you know <laughs> <laughs> any day now. Hey, I know I keep I just I'm the verge. And I say Keep lotioning
2: up, Chris. It's I happen. say all these.
1: I say all happen. these offball things, and one one, one day I'm going to be at a show, mm. and there's going to be some girls come up to me. and Says, "You have incredible hands." And I'm like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> you know, it'd be like my happen. moment, not and what? I
2: just—that's not going to ever. Happen. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Not going to happen.
1: I am wildly popular. Wildly popular. So, anyways, why don't we get into the news because we do have a very, very um, full podcast to do. And um, so Anthony, um, one of the we're gonna start off the news with our um social media campaign and this the juggernaut that is becoming. So we have a lot of cool things to talk about in the social media realm. So why don't we go ahead and let you kick it off with that, please?
0: Yes, yeah, sure. So uh, YouTube, right? So we have a a couple of awesome videos that have that are either out or coming out. Actually, by the time this podcast hits, all these things should be out. So, number 1 is our uh interviewee, Josh Van Pelt, who yes. we'll be talking to you later. He put out an outstanding CAS collecting 101 video, five facts about Masters of the Universe, eight facts. Um it's been out for about 3-4 weeks now. If you haven't checked it out, do it. Cause it is awesome. It makes me look bad. Oh.
1: He just—he he did such a great job. I'm yeah, so his, jealous.
0: Way better than yours. Way He's much better. Than better yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I'll bow, I bow—I bow down to the one I serve for sure. It's like, yeah.
0: It really is. Like uh, you know, I'm a—I collected Masters of the Universe as a kid, and. Editing this video. Did, you, did and, you
1: collect them or did you destroy them? Just asking for a friend.
0: I mean, I, I, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it's not collecting. Yeah, it's, it's, that, that, yeah. There's
1: no passion for that collecting. That's serial killer type it's, stuff.
0: It's, it's wear and tear.
1: So, anyway, Anthony so just held up uh, a
0: Skeletor missing legs for anybody yeah. that's listening. So, you know. So, it is an outstanding video and hopefully, and it sounds like Josh will, will continue to put out Masters of the Universe episodes afterwards to follow. It's outstanding. So, check it out right now. Uh, recently, well, not right really? now, because they're listening to the podcast. Yeah, don't do it now. You're don't probably driving now. or something finish, like that. But yeah. Later finish tonight. The, later tonight. Finish the podcast. Yeah. And the video. <laughs> right,
1: right. You're right. You're
0: right. Yeah. All right. What so, are you trying to kick people off the podcast? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah. We lost all the viewers. What yeah. the heck? Yeah. yeah. Why you're did they so leave? Well, you you literally to told, the told
0: the them to leave. Yeah. So you got to listen to Josh or Chris.
3: I'm just thinking. Or both. Or both. Pretty easy choice. All right.
1: Fire this. Ah, Love you, Chris. I you. Love you. Chris. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I quit. I'm quitting.
0: Next, Chris Whitlock. I heard that you went to ICCCon recently, correct? I did. I All did. Right. And,
1: and that's it, why I'm not talking to you because I, I don't like so, it. It turns so, out that your life can be ruined by an editor with um, a complex. So, so,
0: so uh, there are actually, I think there's probably three videos you can watch. There's a live stream, there is a. Uh, a contest video we put out, and then the roadshow. So if you did not – I did not get there. If you want to see what it was like, I think we did a pretty good representation of what you could see on the floor right on the convention floor. Yeah, I
1: did the best I could. I mean, yeah. and I'm not – and this is not a complaint, but – we were busy. Uh, my thought was we had, we had we had two other people running the table, and I thought, I'm gonna go around and do a lot of social media stuff, I wanna do interviews, did not happen. Simply did not happen, we were slammed. In a very good way, met so many friends, but whoa, whoa were we busy. Well, I think he did an awesome job
0: capturing like what was going on at the time. We saw the X ex- the uh the convention floor, the guests, some line of the line of people uh,
1: trying to get in. Yeah.
0: Matt Brookins, right? Like yes. you guys to see yep. him. So go to our YouTube channel and look up the C S Rose show for ICC Con. Not now, after you finish the podcast, go and uh, check that video yes. out. That's the correct order. Uh, yes. correct and order. Anthony got a
1: couple yeah. of um, nice zingers in there at my expense. So about, um, watch, five, watch it. About five or six. So yeah, that's,
3: yeah. Be,
0: be prepared to laugh at my expense. It's so. it's a little thing. So and then by the time this podcast comes out, I'm sure this will hit. But on May sixth, um, Ken Lombardi, one of our CAS team members, partners, he did an abs- absolutely unbelievable job. Uh, he did a collecting a one-on-one video about Kenner's 1982 Indiana Jones line Raiders yes. the Raiders cool. line cool cool and it, it's really really good like i you know for a short lived line like that one year two card back releases 11 figures the the, the minutia that he knew i was yeah. like wow how did you know this yeah. it's 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 really good so he
2: runs he runs, a, well. he runs a facebook group uh, on the Indiana Jones line yeah. he's got a lot of knowledge about it for sure
1: so, I spent the weekend with him. He knows so much stuff.
2: He is. I mean, so you, good. people wouldn't. People wouldn't know it about no. him. his. Nope. he has such a gigantic, extensive collection yep. across so many different toy lines. He's collected. He's been collecting seriously for a very long time. Yeah.
1: And he is just—he is somebody. I was—I mean, I, I like all the our, our CAS team members except for yeah. Anthony. And um, but but, <laughs> but I totally I totally deserve that. But yeah, that's it, not, that's not but, nice, Chris. Come on, no. Yeah, Chris, the,
2: the dynamic is to make fun of you, not other
1: okay. Well, well, that's, that's our. Thing. I try, I'm trying to stick up for myself because nobody no, don't else. Do will don't do yeah. that. Don't do that. But um but it was—he was, he was uh, definitely somebody. I mean, a weekend wasn't long enough to just tap that knowledge. That was incredible. So listen, so definitely check out the roadshows. If you like
0: educational videos, we have a collecting one-on-one playlist. So subscribe to the channel, check out the playlists. And speaking of educational videos, I hear someone's putting out his 41 back video soon. Yes, that's when a he's, cool. yeah. When he ever gets around to doing it.
1: Yeah. Well, a you know, I'm really busy slacker. trying to run some, uh, you know, podcasts and R&D. I do a lot of things for, you know, so, you know. So, no, no, that's what I'm doing. But yeah, so five facts about 41 backs is um, a very, very fascinating back. In fact, I'm trying to search for some pictures. Like Kenner released a whole bunch of figures um, and put them on 31 and 32 backs, and then just decided to just change half of them just whims- whimsically for the um, 41 back run. So it is a it's one of those runs that uh, there's a lot going on. So it's a really it was one that I, I was looking forward to doing.
2: I offer that the the color. Forty-one back is the best back of the entire line. Yeah, right, it's my favorite back.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, the, the, uh, yeah, the the B and C, the B, and B and C? C?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The very end of the cameo box, but then and then and then conversely, I was always very very against the blue backs. But the variety on the, that card back makes it so fascinating, you know. Because so not only do you get the orange snake Yoda, not only do you get the brown snake Yoda, you get the apple had orange snake, the apple had brown snake, and all the mixed accessories. I mean, you know, you get. You know, we should loop. do. We
2: should we should designate all the different variations on the back of it, right? And on our labels, we should do
1: that. That would be a very very. Long... <laughs> that would be. It would look like the opening scroll to Star Wars. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> you pick up your forty-one back, and there'd be like just right. a, a scroll that would follow. Saying, along. This is
2: the text I'm going to get from Chris in a week. It's going to be
1: thirty pages
2: of all the variations on the forty-one back. It's going to start with this,
0: Ross. Week. I know you're going to think this is a bad idea, but yeah, dot right, dot dot. Right, That's that's how they usually start. (laughs) All right, right. boys. So, folks, if you're listening to our audio podcast, thank you. We appreciate it. Um, But if you want to see the stuff that we're talking about, we're going to take all the segments from this podcast. We're going to uh, enhance them uh, with video images on our YouTube channel. So you hear the podcast you hear the the stuff we're talking about you want to see chris's handsome face you want to see the heart his hands yeah his
1: hands
0: hands and his handsome face
1: i'm too sexy for this show
0: yes or um, or our real heart throb ross Barr. you want to see his sexy face tune into our youtube channel and, and you'll see it all other than that um we have a instagram account we have a uh facebook account it's at collector archive services like us follow us and um we are friends, friends. be friends yeah. with us and if you like our podcasts please rate us on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts leave a uh, a review because it helps people find us and um, you know they'll find our podcast listen to us so we would appreciate that thanks yes.
1: for a growing podcast we're growing quickly but you know the we'll take all the help you're willing to give us for sure. So, okay. So aside from our social media, um, we're really kind of doing a lot. Um, but we also are doing some shows. Um, now we plan on hitting shows really, really hard in 2021, but like you're sort of, um, there's not a lot going on this summer and I think there's going to be a ton going on this fall i know like there are a lot of a lot of um shows that typically are in the spring are looking to launch in the fall so we don't have a ton of stuff to announce right now but um new jersey toy con is coming up in may
2: may 22nd to the 23rd um I, th- I think it was typically in parsippany but it's going to be in wayne
0: yeah
1: now
2: right yeah wayne new yeah. jersey
0: yeah so um that's the the set of the Wayne Toy Show. That that that's a monthly show, or at least the same town. But the the last Toy Con in Jersey was there. We we did it okay, in, right, in right. October. It's a great venue. It's much bigger. It's much more spread out. Safer for what's going on, you know, yeah. in our yeah. day and age. It's it's a great site. It was a great show. It, it was awesome in October. It was awesome. It's
2: always a very very solid show, you know. So. Be good to, good to do that. That'll be my first show in a long time. Yeah. Very yeah. long time. So, if you're looking for so, a Ross
1: Bar autograph, this is your time. Uh, no this one wants that,
2: but will, we'll have some hugs. I'll, yeah, there you, you go. Know, va- fully vaccinated, ready to hug people. Yep. yep. A lot of hugs. It's,
1: it's, it's fun getting Oh, Or I to won't it. hug
2: you if you don't want that. If you just yeah, want to submit without a hug, that's fine. Yeah, if your
0: I'm going to be waiting for my Ross Bar hug. I'm going to oh, be there. You, it's, Open arms. It's a coming. You might even get I'm a buck wait.
2: grab. You might even get a buck grab, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Two
0: cheeks, two cheeks. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I'm right.
2: fully right. engaged. Fully Let's do engaged. it. That's right. Actually <laughs> now I have to do it. Now
1: I have to do it. <laughs> and it should be on film and we should put yeah. it on YouTube. So there's just you know, like we may as well just maximize the viewers on that, right? So,
2: so that's how we go viral. We're looking yeah. for our viral moment on YouTube. Yeah. That might be it. That might Speaking be it. of
1: inappropriate things happening at toy shows, in addition to New Jersey ToyCon, folks, if you're looking to go to a show. There's one coming up in October in Las Friggin Vegas, Ugh, and we're gonna Vegas, be there. Oh Vegas. my God! <laughs> I cannot wait. Vegas. Oh, uh, toys, gambling, and all the stuff that happens there. <laughs> cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So yes, Um, October. What, Chris, first, I, I and forgot. To, I
2: forgot to tell you. We, we already have our limit on the number of owners that can Balls. go. And I knew. Not, I knew Brendan not a, was. There's to spot was gonna for push you. Me Sorry. Sorry.
1: How's, how's have to go to Windsor? That's
2: be- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh what a terrible compromise to have to go to Windsor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll save you from Windsor. You can
1: go to Vegas. Yeah. So, I mean, it's actually put on by um, Rogue Toys, correct? Is that?
2: Rogue Toys, very very good friend of CAS, um, Steve Johnson, great great guy, personal friend of mine, um, also the toy expert on Pawn Stars. Yes, um, but you know just a really knowledgeable, wonderful guy. He's, you know someone who will introduce us to a lot of dealers and and toy manufacturers. Every time I see him, he's he's he just knows a lot of people because he's a very friendly, very good guy, great businessman. He treats his customers well, so we we share that common interest of you know customer service and just doing doing right by people he's a great guy so he's running that show yeah um shoot it's uh, the name of the show is escaping me right now it's, it's like the first time like the show
1: Un- Unicon or something Unicon. Like that.
2: yeah Dude, yeah you're i'm, Chris on I'm yeah on you're my backstop
1: brother that's I, I i literally have no other job so it's you know yeah. it's, <laughs> <laughs> i have nothing else to do but um already uh, like um I know there are some some really cool voice actors um already signed up for that yeah, so yeah. Um, including the 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 girl woman that did Ahsoka so that's gonna be a really cool Ashley show. Eckstein yeah yeah all right yeah so that's gonna be a really big I cannot wait Please, speaking um,
2: of Ahsoka have you seen what an Ahsoka vintage collection yeah. carded goes for lately. Have you seen
1: that? I heard 1500 I saw $1, someone $1, sold 1500 $1, yeah, bucks. It's crazy yeah, town. Yeah, yeah.
2: Crazy town. Yeah.
1: Well, hey, the market is strong.
2: Market is strong. Mm-hmm. So, you so, know, I think,
1: so this is what I'm thinking about doing. I want, so I have one of the, um, the rare 45 back C-3PO's. Uh-huh. I'm thinking about bringing that into Pawn Stars and trying to sell to Chumley for a hundred grand and then they can call Steve in and they can say, oh, this one's CAS graded. And then hopefully we become super rich and famous. That would be awesome. That's got to be the thing. It's, you know, I mean, i would be cool if I had something that people, more people know about like only four people ever know about that, that figure, but it is scarce. So maybe they can call you in as an expert. That would be probably awesome. not.
2: Probably I not. don't
1: know. I don't know, but that would be cool. That um, would be but, cool. but uh, yeah, if, we can, <laughs> if there's any way, the to get us on Pulse, if there's any way to get us on pond stars, I want to do it. I want we'll to talk to him. We'll
2: talk to him about it for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, cause you know, there are, there have been, uh, comic book graders and uh, video game. Yeah. So, so yeah, hopefully, so yes, Vegas, Vegas. If you're thinking about planning a trip, start planning it now. Um, because toys and Vegas, so that's where you're going to want to be. So literally, go buy tickets. Um, I want this show to be absolutely phenomenal. I just, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait.
2: I am going to, like... This is uh, this in October, folks. We're now talking about a show six months. And then, <laughs> well, Chris is going to mention the Vegas show, like, three times a week.
3: Oh, or, or the I am. Is it October yet? I'm already October buying
1: Red right Bull, yet? so that way I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to sleep. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. stay up from, like, Thursday to Monday, and I'm just, by the end of it, I'm just going to just roll tide. I don't know. I'm just going to be something. I'm going to be, but, yeah. Very very excited about that show. I'm not gonna lie about it. Okay, one other piece of news before we get to our great guest is um, we're moving, right? And and, and honestly, with um, the response that we had at Kane and the response that we had at ICC couldn't come soon enough. Oh my goodness! So you know, CAS started off as a company you know that you know you start off small and and you build. Right. And when we moved into the facility that we're in now, there was plenty of space and our customers have been there for us. And, um, I'll
2: give some perspective on it. Right. so the the company moved from Pennsylvania to Florida, right. About when I became the third partner, this is June of 2017. And at the time, you know, Ken, Ken Black, our partner moved down. Todd was there but it was basically Ken and we hired a guy to do acrylic, but Ken was doing everything. He was doing the fabrication. He was doing the grading. He was doing the the label entering. He was packing everything and he had one guy to cut acrylic. Now we have, you know, many more employees um, moving into a bigger space, doubling our space. Yes, um, You know, it's gonna allow us to be a lot more efficient. You know, they've been crammed in a small space and we got a lot of stuff. So. Um, you know, the efficiency at the end of the day, the customers that are listening to this and be like, why do I care? You should care because it's going to allow us to be more efficient, which will allow us to be faster and provide a better service. Um, and I, I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about it.
1: And for us, and and, and it may be well-documented because I think we're going to get most of us, us owners together, which honestly, like, you know, we haven't met really, you know, and we certainly haven't all been together. So that's really exciting. And so double the squares and, and, and and in case you're worried about it. Okay. And about downtime and all that um, we are literally, if you open the garage door, that's behind our store, you look on the new one. So yep. we are literally moving. So there, there's not, you know, you you have to say, well, you know, maybe for a few weeks, you know, we're going to hold back submissions. Nope, we're literally going to be able to bust this out in a weekend. It's all hands on deck. Um, so don't worry about, you know, your submissions or when you should submit or you know any any really delays um, with. I mean, regards there's other grading
2: this. companies that shut down for two weeks in you know Christmas time or this time or whatever. Always, you know, there's other companies that have excuses for things going on. As Chris said, move a move like this is a monumental move. We're not going to skip a beat.
1: No, no, it's all going to get
2: done. There's going to be no interruption of service. We're going to provide better service, you know, that the next day.
1: Yeah. Coming out of it, look, we're all excited. I really, I mean, I talked to Ken today and same thing. You know, we just talked about just, just how much having a, a single floor, a C shaped operation, just absolutely. You know what we uh it, what what you want to see and uh it's going to be great so we're going to be servicing our customers better and and hopefully uh we keep continuing to uh to, to grow because uh you guys have been there for us so that's and we love you we do we do love you uh, there was a lot of <laughs> i you know i'm getting a little verklempt yeah <laughs> <laughs> But you're connecting with these people at these shows. I mean, it, it's, it's great for me to see personally, you know, it was great. So, um, it's awesome. so that is the news and that, um, is all we need to talk about now because we are going to get into an interview with uh, Josh van Pelt about masters of the universe. We promised to bring you guys more than just star Wars content. And here we are delivering. So stay tuned for Josh and masters of the universe all right here we are with the guest spotlight we are here with uh josh van pelt who um welcome to the show josh i not only are you a masters of the universe master but he's also um was on toys that made us i found that out today so he's the most famous person in this group which (laughs) makes me insanely jealous that's okay we still love you i just love you a little less josh welcome to the show (laughs) how are you today
4: Oh, very good. Thank you. Cool, cool. Uh,
1: we are going to talk about um, Masters of the Universe because, as we promised, this is not going to be a Star Wars only show. So um, here's the thing: you, if if you're watching, you can see that I have a wall of Star Wars behind me. If you've seen that, um, you know that uh, Anthony and I specifically, and Ross to some extent, are um, Star Wars collectors. But we are branching out um, and bringing on people. Masters of
2: the Universe. Okay, you have Masters like two. Okay, I've got one Masters too, Ross. That's universe. not. You
1: can't just have one yeah. and say <laughs> it's you're a wa- collector.
0: Ma- on the wall, look behind me. Three I, masters I, of the I, universe. I, I, I can saying. touch
1: mine. It doesn't make it doesn't change the fact that like you know.
0: Actually, before before we all went on, I was ch- chatting uh, alone with uh, with Josh. And do you have the special uh, double amputee <laughs> Skeletor <laughs> variants that I have? Oh, Whoa!
1: Only a bone yeah. doctor would have something yeah. like that. That's you know.
0: Dude, what
2: kind of twisted stuff do you do your action figures, Anthony? <laughs> well, like you know like to- <laughs>
1: burning ants.
2: You're burning ants and breaking apart your action figures.
1: He was trying out for Sopranos too. All you New Jersey yeah. boys they there, that. Uh,
0: so, uh, apparently uh, you can fix this. Josh told me uh, this yes. is. I got this from my parents, like this. I don't know but, what they were doing with it, but. Uh.
1: But spoiler alert: if you do fix it, you can never get it graded. So keep that in yeah. mind. <laughs> Any anyhow, Josh, so, sorry that um, this show will get out of hand, um, unfortunately. Yeah. But, so we have Josh on because not only do we want to know more about, um, about Master of the Universe, but Josh did a spectacular job with his CAS 101 video um, talking about the um, series, the first wave of Master of the Universe figures, the eight backs. In fact, he took, th- this is where I become even more jealous he took my 101 concept and did it with a lot more calm and finesse and and it just came out wonderful i'm like crap i gotta go back and i'll do mine over again so <laughs> thanks thanks a lot josh i really appreciate the fact that you've written um 101s for me but also you set the
4: bar really high so i planned and overplanned. i had my kids help me i filmed every single segment separate um, I really stressed over it. So Look, it was
2: outstanding. I'll, I'll say, I'm I'm a I'm a fanboy of Masters, and I'm a fanboy of Josh Van Pelt. Um, you, it was really unbelievable. It was one I was very much looking forward to. It's professionally done. You really knocked it out of the park. I, I think it's I think it's way better than any of the ones that Chris did for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: I, I, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I yeah. just I I'm bowing to the master here. It's a thing. So I'm definitely gonna third that. So (laughs) if I wasn't so cheap, you'd have to fire me at this point in time. I mean, really, I I bring nothing to the table anymore. So we're
2: stuck with you, unfortunately. (laughs) Darn it. No, fortunately. Fortunately, (laughs) we love you.
1: So Josh did this amazing video and and I so um I know Ross, you're a Masters fan. Anthony, did you you had obviously your um you killed a Skeletor, so it makes you a master of some universe. I
0: think I, it's just wear and tear, you know, wear and tear, age, you know, but yeah, you know, I definitely collected as a kid here. Here's my battle action. He-Man from my childhood right there. All right. So you did oh, have battle some- armor, battle, yeah. armor. He-Man. Battle, battle armor, sorry. He-Man. Battle uh, Ar- where's battle action from? That's Thundercats probably right. Battle action. What's battle action. I don't want to play with any battle action toys. Yeah. So
3: no.
1: yeah, it sounds like it's Ben's battle armor.
0: Excuse me. Battle armor. <laughs>
1: But so Josh did this video, and 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 it was well done. And what I what I ended up doing while I was I was watching it is because I was a He-Man collector as well, a child, playing with with them. And I had a, pretty much all of them as a kid. Is to me a whole bunch of questions were coming to mind that of course would never be um, would never be covered by a one on one video in the sense that um, you were talking about mint on card figures. And so there was a lot of sort of let's say foundation stuff that I kind of wanted to, to cover a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, so it's sort of like a prequel to the one-on-one video, if you will. Right. Sure. So, um, I, I sent you a list of questions and, and maybe, uh, maybe some of the other guys actually know some of these too, but, uh, um, but I want to kind of start there. So masters of the universe came out in 1981, started with eight figures and went mm-hmm. until 1987. And, uh, so how many figures, and I know this is a loaded question, but if yeah. I, so if I say, how many, how many well, because same thing with Star Wars, right? right? You say, well, how many figures? Well, there's a 92 back. Well, we have that there's at least 96 and there's like 114, but okay. So if you're gonna just kind of ballpark it, like if somebody was gonna try to say, how many figures are in the, the entire original run, um, including the movies, all the, the red back stuff, until they right. switched stuff, um, what would, how many are in that? And then then what? why would there be more than one answer to that question?
4: So. I guess all of my answers are going to be about the U.S. releases. Sure. Um, just to keep it simple. Right. Um, so 68, like, five-and-a-half-inch regular figures were released in the vintage line. Okay. But overseas, there were two additional figures plus the two giants. So. What were those two on-
2: additional figures? What's that? What were those two additional uh, figures? Uh, I'm just trying to
4: – Laser Power He-Man and Laser Light Skeletor. All right. Yeah.
2: And,
1: and those are battery operated figures, right?
4: Exactly. Yep. Okay. And then
1: the gi- giants. Is giants, something? Titus and Megator.
4: This is news to me. So th- what, are, what are those? <laughs> uh, they are about 12 inch, you know, giant okay. action figures, fully and, posable, just like, just like a regular five and a half inch, but they were the giants.
1: So they were meant to sort of be to scale to the rest of the line, but they were just yes. larger. Exactly. And where were they released?
4: uh you could get them in europe so you find a lot in italy okay yep you,
1: were, the, were the laser
2: power or skeletor and he-man were those exclusive to italy or maybe nope, spain, spain as well spain yeah. yep. and yeah. the
4: spain had the uh the the true original he-man head versus right the other head in italy yep. right okay. yeah which, ironically-
2: which head which head do you like more
4: <laughs> i, I, I like the one from spain all <laughs> right it's a family, it's a family that, hold on that's right? the original one that's the
2: original one or that's the <laughs> that's the original the, one yeah the original one yeah the the different one they came out with always looks strange to me
4: yeah i i like that 1981 mold head you can't get better than that it's perfect yep yep
0: why why were giants not released domestically like well,
4: so um probably telling a lot of backstory you might not want to hear but no it's uh, kind
1: of the point of the show so go for it (laughs) years
4: years ago i admit roger sweet who was a brand manager uh masters of the universe early on he wrote a book um i flew out to his house met him for a few days and he actually had a proof card for a u.s boxed titus so it was all in english it was going to come out in the u.s it's just that um budget-wise the line was just ended in 1987 before it could come out so he actually had a um, a Mexico-produced Titus test shot that was going to be the one that was going to be made for the U.S. market and the, the English-only box. Huh. That's cool. So, so wow. it, I mean, it, it got really far. It, it was supposed to come out in the U.S. It's just that uh, Mattel, the sales dropped off from $400 million in 1986 to, like, whatever it was, $7 million in 1987. I
1: blame Dolph Lundgren for that, really. There's really nobody else. He
4: <laughs> was dying
1: for
2: that. I saw an ad for Dolph Lundgren on Cameo. You know Cameo where they yeah. do um, – he looks – and he had his shirt off. and He's got to be like <laughs> 75 years old. He still looks
0: pretty good. Dude, he'll he's still break you. Yeah, he's nah, – I, I think Rock, Rocky will still take him, though. You
1: know. <laughs> I don't know. Sylvester Stallone is like, like three feet tall or something. I, he's like a hobbit. That's what he, I've heard. He, yeah, he, he can, can take it. it he can take a hit, that guy. Nah, no, I know, but nah, I'm not worried about it because you guys have seen my karate action, so I'm not even worried about that at all.
0: Crane
2: kick
1: <sighs> <Outstanding>. Chris Whitlock. <laughs> so. crane,
2: crane kick Chris. There so, you go. Ooh. So
1: Josh, was it you said 68, 68 um yep. figures were in the run. Um does that include the Princess of Power stuff? No, not at all. Okay, now does it include the Horde Hordak and 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 that? Yeah,
4: so Horde, the Horde were actually Princess of Power filmation right. characters, however They were considered boys toys By Mattel, so they were released In the He-Man cards
1: Okay, yeah, yeah I, it's always something That kind of confused me, because it didn't confuse me But, you know, Hordak was actually kind of a I, And I like the Horde, I like Grizzlor I, I like yeah. a lot of those characters, but it was very, very interesting That they were on, on Masters packaging um, But but not but they were on the she ra
4: TV yeah, but show. He, even as a kid, I remember watching you'd watch He Man and She ra back to back. Right. It, it really didn't feel like they were two separate cartoons to me. Like no. they existed in the same world anyway. So it wasn't odd. Yeah. Know? I forgot,
2: are they brother and sister? Were they were they like a thing? I can't no, brother and sister. Brothers, brothers. They're twins. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so they're not a thing.
4: No.
1: Well, in the way Luke and Leia may have been. I mean I I'm sure not. that they probably, you know. <laughs> Sometimes, where you're out on the field and you know battle and stuff, you know who knows. I mean, you know, I, we're not going to judge to each their own.
0: Josh, I, I got a quick question. So, sure. uh, w- one of the points that they made on uh, on the toys that made us was that Shira and that line may have had some negative impact on Masters of the Universe because there was the the theory that if you had a younger sister who got interested mm-hmm. in Shira and and your little sister had the power. No, it was no longer interesting to you. You thought yeah, uh, you, you I, needed to move on. Is there any I, truth I don't to
4: that? Buy that? Nope. All I don't right. Buy that at all? No, I don't. I don't believe that at all. I had a younger sister, uh, who okay. was younger than I was. Um, I was more into Shira than she was. Uh,
1: okay. Yeah. See, I had a sister. We, we she, she had Shira and I had He-Man, and, and you know we would play together. So I, yep. what what's, I think I. They always try to come up with these magic formulas as to why these lines end, and um, it's kids. And if you've had any of those, your attention yep. span are like eight exactly. seconds. Exactly, it's a cycle. Yep. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I think they ended because, you know, kids moved on. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Turtles, like, you were starting to come out, Ghostbusters, there were new things. I mean, and
4: it had a hell of a run. Oh, yeah. It can't go on forever.
2: Let's still had a run. I mean, one thing I'd be interested in: why do you think it's still popular? Right? I mean, Star Wars had staying power because of all the movies and things continued, but there's not a lot of properties related to Masters that have continued. But it's continued to have staying power. Why? Why do you think? Without
4: any real support from Mattel for years and years. Yeah. No movie since 1987. Right. It's amazing. It's it's just the fan base, and people seem to buy like.
1: Everything that they released the masters and I know this is me painting at a really broad brush everything they released the masters all looks exactly the same <laughs> <laughs>
4: because like, no. they have no new there's no new cartoons to base it on there was you know the 2000 X and they got all happy in the forest and we were able to make new figures finally <laughs> but classics was just a rehash of all the old styles there was nothing yeah. They yeah. were that on. I,
2: haven't there been discussions of a, a movie that's coming out any day now for like the last 10 years?
4: <laughs> until, until you first see the first dailies, don't believe any news.
2: Right. Isn't that like the, it's like a recurring theme like, well, the new
1: Masters movie, Sony
2: picked it <laughs> up or MGM yep. picked it up or.
4: You know. you know,
1: what I love though, like and, and you know, it, go, it speaks to all of things. You go through the boys' toy aisle right now, and it looks very, very similar to the ones that we had when we were kids, aside <laughs> from the fact that it's not, it's not as stocked up, right? I mean, I go through there. there there's Star Wars. There's Masters. There's Transformers. There's GI Joe. There's Marvel. There's <clears> DC. I mean, like, really? I, the I just best- went.
0: I just went to a Target today. There's a Target next to uh, the place I work on Fridays, and I always go to the Star Wars section, and it's always. It's barren, yeah, but there's right, Jar
1: Jar, yeah, <laughs> right next, yeah, and a do, bunch do
0: the of. Do kids like, look at you weird when you're when you're there, <laughs> Anthony? Like, what's this? What's this old guy doing? There are no kids, just a bunch of weirdo middle aged men like right, me. Right. So, <laughs> uh, but right but next that's to it, the oh god, no, sorry. So right next to it was Masters. So I was like, this is
4: pretty cool. I almost, almost bought a He Man, almost. <laughs> but, but the reason that those aisles look like they did when we were kids is because you and I are the ones going in there right now buying oh. stuff. There's right, no kids in those aisles.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, they don't really have a lot of stock, so kids, that's one thing, I mean, when we, we'll we get back to the topic, but that's one thing that really kind of bothers me is that like, there's no toys in the aisles for kids to collect. Like, even if a kid wanted to, there's nothing yeah, there. Yeah. So distribution, you know, I don't know, I mean, I just seem that they need to fire some people and get some new people in there, I don't know. It, it, Am I, can
2: I interrupt the flow? I know Chris is gonna get annoyed that he's uh, probably got like an have- like an order. You know what we did, by the way. You just, oh, you didn't. This. I know you didn't. You didn't warm up the oven. We didn't preheat the oven. You just went right into it, right? I don't think we introduced our guest at all, or found out about him, or what he collected, right? Yeah. Shouldn't, maybe we should do that. Can we do nice that? Tr- Nice job, Chris. Right? I mean, I, right? I did. I did. Do you
1: do you not care about Josh no, I, 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 You're I, only I using
2: I, him for his Masters of the Universe I, I said his name. I mean, right? I,
1: I introduced who he was. I mean, like, sure. what's your favorite color, Josh? We sure. all want to know. Yeah. <laughs> you
4: said you could find me on a, a different channel on a different show. That, that's, I that's I, I just want
1: <laughs> the one thing I
2: want before we jump into it. Before we got to preheat the oven a little bit, right, Josh? I know you collect a lot of stuff, but yep. maybe tell everyone what you collect, right? What what. What your focus is?
4: Uh, my focus is almost 100% Masters of the Universe vintage. I feel like you collect a lot,
2: though, don't you? Collect cards and things like <laughs> oh, that too? I
4: thought we were talking about. I, I'm sorry, I thought we were talking about toys. Um, yes, I, I also collect sports cards and non-sports cards.
2: All right. Yep. All right, but I just made it weird. I just made it weird. <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
1: <laughs> but, I'm gonna uh, call.
4: Like, all these you know Bogglands are actually my sons. <laughs> I, guess I got him into collecting, and he started collecting vintage Bogglands.
1: The torch has been passed. Yep. So it's exclusively
2: Masters for the toys.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: Wow. I mean, all I'll right.
4: Pick up, I'll pick up Star Wars here and yeah. there that I like, but um, as as a true like collector, as I see like Masters, there's nothing else I. I'd even try to go down that road. All hey
0: right, Josh, so he- Josh, if you want to, uh, because I saw an episode. Uh, if you want to plug uh, your, your son's sh- uh, YouTube channel, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's great. It's because my, yeah. my when when we had the lockdown, my son wanted to start a Chewbacca uh, focus collection YouTube <laughs> channel. He did like eight episodes. He's like, I don't want to do it anymore. I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> so I think it's great that your son has this this channel that he keeps putting out shows. So plug it. Definitely.
4: Yeah, so uh, he's 11 years old. He calls himself Joe Boglinski for internet reasons. <laughs> nice. Um, and, and he has a YouTube channel called Boglin Hotel. Nice. Yeah.
0: I'm yeah. going to check it out.
4: Yeah. Very cool. Well,
0: and so, we'll, you put, you know, a, we'll put a link to it in the description. Thank you. Thank
4: yeah. You.
2: Well, what, what about one more plug for you? Why don't you, you talk about the Power and Honor Foundation? Did I said that right? right? Yes,
4: absolutely. Uh, so... Um, Starting around uh, the year 2000, I started collecting uh, vintage He-Man prototypes and artwork and such. And in 2010, I co-founded the Power Art and the Honor Foundation. Uh, It's a nonprofit 501 501c3 public charity uh, that is, um, its mission is to preserve and share the history of He-Man
2: um it's great and yeah. you produce at least one book that i'm right
4: uh, so officially <laughs> we, we put out one uh catalog catalog uh, called catalog uh, volume one uh the art of the, Ma- the masters of the universe um but since then we've collaborated with dark horse on some of their art books and other books um we've worked with super seven we provided the card back layouts and the artwork for the backs of their retro style figures. Really? Um, we've put out wow. Earl Norm prints through Super 7. We've uh, done three artist portfolios, uh, all licensed. Um, so it, it's been a, a fun run. So do you okay. have
1: a lot of original artwork? Is that where this all sort of stems from? Uh, yes. <laughs> um, you say that hesitantly. Like, did you steal it? I mean, do no, we need I a- <laughs> dumpster dad
4: I, I <laughs> yeah the, i fell into my first large purchase with roger sweet i i visited him event i i went out and saw him he had tons of artwork not just his artwork but when mattel actually moved their location from one spot in los angeles to another there was an old building called the morgue where all the old artwork and prototypes would sit and if any marketing or engineers or artists needed anything they would just go in steal stuff repurpose it well when they moved mattel in their infinite wisdom said we don't want any of this old stuff oh my if God. it's yours go get it and roger had the foresight to go in and grab tons of the masters of the universe stuff that he had worked on wow um, and he didn't even take all that he could uh he, he just you know picked and choose you know what he wanted um so when i went out and saw him he was interested in selling everything so over the course of six months, we finally negotiated upon a price that we were both happy with and I bought uh, I think I think there were over 125 original concept art paintings and and production paintings. Wow, wow. Plus over about 300 uh, previously mm-hmm. unseen like Mattel archive prints. So it was artwork. It's not the original, but at least it was artwork that we preserved and share.
1: Internal copies and right. stuff. So, like, is this the artwork that's on the back of the, the card backs or are these comic books no. or a little bit of both? So
4: this is mostly concept art, and it was almost everything that we received from, um, from Roger is in our first catalog. So everything is in that catalog volume one from the Power and the Honor Foundation. Um, I scanned in and, and, you know, allowed the foundation to use all that artwork. Wow. Um, so... But it's mostly concept art. Um, there's there's a few pieces that, that were very close to production, and then there were some proof sheets and a few prototypes. I don't think I have any up here, but um, there, there were a few prototypes, in, including that that Vicor painted by uh, Tony Guerrero. Wow,
2: that's great.
1: The yeah. so Vicor was like the sort of the, the sort of the prototype for He Man, right? Right, he's he that
4: barbarian, the, big chested, the... muscle man. Yeah, the one they show with the Boba Fett head and the tank man. Uh, actually, this is bef- right. This is separate from those. Oh, okay. Like, th- those, those original three don't exist, those prototypes. Okay. But those pictures are what I got from, from Roger Sweet. Gotcha. Um, right. Wow. But, but that, that, and that was Roger just kit bashing real fast, took some big gym figures, took some, you know, Star Wars Boba Fett helmet. And his idea was just that this line could be anything. It could be military, it could be fantasy, it's warrior, sci-fi, everything.
1: And it really kind of ended up being like that, which it, is kind of kind of cool. Did. So okay, well let's get back to um, our back to stuff. the
2: nerdy questions. Back to the nerdy questions.
1: <laughs> so, so, sorry, Ross. I mean,
2: <laughs> I just I had to say it.
1: Someone was trying to, to, to it. take it's the lead true. here, but what whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, oh, you
2: okay. you actually prepared for the podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wasn't watching the Yankees game, you know. So. Right. 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 <laughs> Anyhow, um, <laughs> all, right. all right. So, um, not so nothing Same. Okay, good, good for you. I mean, do, doing work around here, but okay, whatever. You know? um, so, all right. So you start off the, um, with with eight backs, right? Yep. But what I've noticed is that like, unlike, like, so I'm a Star Wars guy and Star Wars was cumulative. So as the line grew, the card backs, you know, like grew, like, you know, they, they went up in numbers. So you had you know, your 12, 20, 21, 32, 41, 45, and, and so on and so on. That's not how Masters of the Universe did it. So how do you guys classify your card backs? They stop at 12.
4: <laughs> but um, really? but so, there's not always.
1: So sometimes there's like right. three. Sometimes there's... Right.
4: So so you have your eight backs. And then pretty much everything after that is considered a 12 back. Um, even though there's different waves or if you go by years. Um, but pretty much that design is pretty standard. There's different cross-cell art on the back. Right. Right. Um, but uh, that layout from after the eight back series, that, it's That's a nine standard. back.
1: I mean, you, is it that you right. guys don't know how to count? Yeah, I you know, I'm trying to figure it out. It's, no, they, they're, they're
0: be nice, right. Chris. Come
1: on. I'm just, I don't know. Okay, yeah, really, you Anthony? You guys.
4: Correct. What is that
0: supposed to mean? You guys.
1: Right. So, <laughs> you, you guys. You guys. Yeah.
4: Right. So, so, depending on the figure um, and where or when it was released yes there there are some variations where you, you do have nine backs in the 12 back series um but i'll do a separate video on 12 backs for you so okay, I'll yeah lay, uh, I'll lay, yeah I'll you lay, will it all out so that we can see so, you know I told josh as many backs. videos
0: as he would like to do because they're <laughs> awesome
4: yeah right so we we really don't do like like you said like star wars is oh you know that's a 65 back or that's a 92 back um that's not really how masters of the universe um set up set up at all um the cards are pretty standard in that you know they're red fronts and on the back it has errol mccarthy art almost 90 percent of the time across the top and even the um action art on the side okay and then there's cross cell art and the cross cell art was swapped out depending on the series and the figure and um, those were done by various artists i think william george even started doing some of the cross cell art starting in, like, 1985. Okay. Um, so the way we actually, uh, or at least I do, uh, I don't know if all collectors do it this way, but um, y- you sort of look at, you know, there's eight backs, and then there's everything else. So then you have your your 12 backs, but then there's the front of the cards actually have very key differences for certain figures because then you have the new symbol, but then there's different new symbols even. Um, and then you have ones without the new symbol or... For He Man, you know, it might say the original next to it. Um, okay. So it, it's very unique. So it's not necessarily um, that you would, um, you don't really see too many collectors saying, like, you know, there, there's like uh, 32 back or 65 back uh, Star Wars collectors or 21 back or 12 back. Right. Uh, for Masters of the Universe, there's definitely eight back collectors. And then everything know, else, I don't know of anyone else that has like a very specific focus of like, I only collect 12 backs with okay. this font new on it. You know, oh. we, we don't really go with, with the card backs um, as much as like Star okay. Wars or other lines. Do you, do you find a
2: lot of focus collectors, right? There's a lot of focus collectors in Star Wars. They'll focus on one character and get yeah. every Crazy. card back or every variation, whatever. Do you see that in masters?
4: Um, there's definitely some people that, that hoard certain figures Mm-hmm. But they don't necessarily go for the run. So, you know, in Star Wars, people will go for that cool run of those. Right. You no, know, you really don't. I, I don't see that as much in, in Masters of the Universe. Interesting. Uh, maybe because they're a little cheaper. They're, or they used to be a little cheaper. Yeah, not, <laughs> not anymore. Not not anymore. Much, yeah. Huh? But, but they used to be cheaper, so you could really buy you know, one of every carded figure until a couple of years ago. Yeah, I'll tell you,
1: like, it's spoiler because there isn't um, any Masters of the Universe in um, this upcoming Investors Corner, but like uh, last, the, yeah, last month, it was, I mean, we, we had Michael Havens on it and he was like, I can't believe what Masters sells for. And, yep. it, like, and yeah. it was way more hmm. than Star Wars it's stuff. dwarfing, stuff. It
0: was like, dwarfing Star Wars. Yeah, yeah.
4: it was, it, it's really, it was, cool. it was clear
2: Apex, clear, clear, clear oh, bubble Apex. Yeah. Bubble Bubble uh, Skeletor eight pack yep. it was like eight nine grand oh,
4: yeah, yeah. Just, or even higher if you yeah. get test market you know He Man and Skeletors you're double yeah that. The, yeah
1: the um, the Man at Arms wow. with the, the the red um red, dot. red yeah the red dot. so yeah
4: it was v- <laughs> right? very
1: very fascinating how that market has flexed and uh, right. I mean you, there are some affordable characters but you know you're not really getting anything for under a hundred bucks anymore nope. uh, no I mean just it's it's
4: uh, all these cases behind me were full when I purchased them years ago. Holy cow! For less than eight dollars, a figure. Really? Wow. Wow. What happened to all those figures? (laughs) Sold them over the years for a lot less (laughs) than they're worth now. now. Wow.
1: Wow. Yeah. So it's really interesting, I guess, that like it's not linear collecting, and and it's so, and it's one of the, the things that I really think is a positive aspect of this podcast in general is the fact that um you know being a Star Wars person I see things you know in in certain ways and that that's not how every market is and uh so that that's very fascinating to me that you know okay so th- now let, let's look at a, a character that, that premiered on 8 back like He-Man mm-hmm. was He-Man available on other backs and oh, was right. he available so- through the entire run
4: so He-Man The original Heyman was available on the eight backs and then transitioned to the twelve backs. And then there's a period where he wasn't available, but then he did come back and they put a little the original on it. Um, Okay. so yes, he he was available at various times.
1: But not always at once. Not
4: regularly. Um but he was also included in some gift sets. Okay. So they still stuck him snuck him in there.
2: So I I was just while we we're uh, I'm multitasking I was just looking at my CAS labels online we were talking so CAS actually designates again so we talked about the eight yeah. backs twelve backs yeah. nine backs whatever different series series one series two series yeah. three have you heard them designated that way
4: yeah yeah absolutely um there there's you know the six se- do you have the six series in CAS I assume
2: the six series what do you mean
4: oh no I mean like one series, through four, six. Three six is is that how you
2: I You know, yeah. I was just looking at the labels on, on my online account for right. a few. So, so, so like, so. I'm looking at Mossman. Mossman yeah. is 1985,
4: designated yep. Series 4.
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah, yep. my real blast is Series 5. So.
4: Yep, yep. And, and so Series 5 is technically 1986, and then Series 6 is 1987.
1: And that's, like, so, the movie release stuff?
4: Well, no. So, 87 was Sorceress, King Randor, Clamchamp, Champ, uh, the second Faker, Scareglow, Snakeface, Snake Face, Buzz Off, There was a second Faker? It,
1: What's that? There's a second faker, like a yeah. There's faker too. <laughs> I don't.
2: Well, so the actually, that's interesting about the faker, which I think, if I recall, you covered it in the eight backs, right?
1: Uh, I. Well, not the second one. No, I,
4: no, I only, you, I only. Did you not the cover the, the fake. original
2: faker on eight backs? Yeah, is it the fake? Yeah,
1: yeah
4: the fake eight fake backs. Yeah, right, right. yeah. yeah. A, yeah. There, there is a faker on an eight back card. Yeah, but then there's a twelve back faker. And then there's so. What's Faker both.
1: Two? Like, I, I guess I'd never what? heard of Faker Two. Yeah,
4: no, I guess his popularity just caused him to, to come back. Well, was uh, he any different than Faker One? Yeah, I mean... th- there's Soft Head versus Hard Head, uh, the sticker um th- th- there's there's differences so you you can you can tell if you have like a, an eight back early faker or if you have faker two with a hard head so so,
2: so hold on should we be organizing your videos by series one series two series three versus
4: <laughs> so you're saying it, yes th- there is a possibility <clears throat> for that however the cases behind me are solid packs so okay he-man figures were available uh to distributors as solid packs of twelve, so like this one had you know twelve Mossman, that one had twelve Cordac, that one had twelve He-Man original He-Man's. Um, but they also were available in twenty-four back, I mean twenty-four pack assortments. I've opened up twenty-four boxed ones that have a mix of series. Okay. So, like there was like like the eight packs where there were transitions and, and it wasn't linear their release schedule, I don't believe was 100%, you know, like very cut clear, like Series 5 came out on this date and was shipped between this and this. Like, there was so many factories were producing stuff. I know I'm getting to another question of yours. Yeah, no, it's fine. uh, So many factories, they made so many He-Man figures (laughs) that they they were being made in Malaysia, Taiwan, Hong Kong, slash China, in Mexico for the US market. So Mm -hmm. there is so much overlap of What characters were in, you know, technically we still call it series five, but, you know, series five and six may have overlapped in shipping.
1: But theoretically, though, so like in 1982, you were there were no series five. Correct. So I, I guess like, and that's where I guess for me trying to like, you know, square peg round hole, right. um, trying to just say, look, if you're, cause I want to organize this for somebody, I don't know, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and, and and the series seems to make sense to me because even yeah, we, if, yeah. if there were cases with one, two and three, four and five weren't out and, right. and then, and then the, the three wasn't available until they released them. So right. that makes sense to me even though, because I mean, so with, with, it's gonna always folks. It's gonna always go back to Star Wars. I'm sorry, yeah. but like you know, like they would just release the original Luke just on on different backs. Right. You know, they just and, and they didn't necessarily do that with like He Man, so he yeah. may not have been available on the um, the series five back. Right. that but, but he was available in that case assortment.
4: Correct. Right. Okay. So.
2: But, but does Series Five have one back, or has there was multiple backs in well, Series Five? There,
4: well, every back is different because every bar, back car is, right. has you know the original art and, and different cross sell. So yeah, every card can. back is different. Right. Yeah. So, I'm saying so, so, like like you said. I actually, I, ha- I have it broken down. I do it by year. Um, okay. So I have like the figures that came out in '82, the figures that came out in '83, but they coincide with the series, so we could do it mm-hmm. that way as well.
1: I like it. I, I vote. I I vote
4: do for do
2: month.
1: I, th- I think you
4: should yeah. do
2: month. The, each month of release from 82 we to 89.
1: <laughs> you could do 89 videos. And like have like a centerfold for July, right? That's how it's got to be. Like, you know, Tila, Evil Lynn, Sorceress. That's got to be how it's going to work. I've so.
2: always liked Evil Lynn. Huh?
1: See? She's nasty. You're a walk on the wild side She's kind of guy. She's nasty, I am. <laughs> I am. Um, all right, so I, I guess now when a new he-man would come out, so it's a it, battle armor he-man right be the battle,
2: action. battle action battle He-Man.
1: action action so yep. so um when they came out with like different revisions of like he-man and skeletor so um i'm going to get it wrong again but like the, the battle action battle, battle armor. armor battle armor. what <laughs> ba- armor. battle armor he-man um and, and on all those like did they discontinue yes that that and you know what that reminds that me Remember, so Mattel oh, actually used that I'm same... Gonna say this that this guy, work. It does,
0: I'm going to say that this does not work still. this It does not... What about ah. this chest? Does this chest, can you hit it and it gets damaged? I think so. Let's see. I'm going to reset it. Oh, no. It's not. It's like pushed in.
1: You know, yeah. Mm, he, no. He, yeah, you like,
0: abuse your toys. I know!
1: <laughs> you abuse, you're so abusive. All right. So when, <laughs> why, when they came out... Why with, would
0: you say that, Ross? What? what do you, <laughs> when they
1: came out with the battle armor... He-Man and the battle armor, Skeletor, um, did they discontinue the other ones or did they kind of continue them
4: in the mix? No. So like I said, there's different things. So when you look at the vintage Mattel catalogs, they'll show you like case assortments. So you'll see that battle armor. He-Man is in this assortment that you could purchase. Um, but usually he-Man and Skeletor could still be purchased in the, the straight 12 cases.
1: Okay, um, so every- I, I don't
4: know like what their availability always was, or if they only shipped them, you know, here or there. But but it it seems that. They they did not ship them in the same cases, as far as I see.
1: Okay, so they could actually be on shelves at the same time, depending yeah. on how the store was selling things. But like, if you got a fresh case, you're going to either get a standard He-Man or a Battle Armor He-Man, yeah. but not both. Right.
4: You you would not, uh, as far as I could tell, you would never see a, a regular He-Man in the same case with one of those, you know, flying fist He-Man's Battle Armor He-Man. Okay.
1: Interesting. So they didn't discontinue them then. So okay, now when they came out, so. Did He Man exist on a twelve back or was it yeah, always yeah. eight? No. Okay. Okay. Um so okay, so they were they were around. All right, so as far as um mode like Master of the Universe Grails, like so both loose and carded, I I know that, you know, you had mentioned in the eight back um the eight back line that, you know, there's obviously the the we call it, the the samples that may have went around that the early early versions of the um, but like what are the ones that? What's a vinyl Cape Jawa kind of? Uh,
4: yeah, so manual? so I'm gonna go on the soapbox to begin with, though I apologize. Oh, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of the word Grail. Um, <laughs> it's, it's used for things that are easily attainable. Um, just because you want it bad doesn't make it a Grail. All right. I agree. Um, yeah, Chris. Wow, I quit. I quit. I quit. Grails are things that you should be, um, as a collector, always you know chasing, right? Um, mm-hmm. And you should be okay with never getting it. Like, and you throw down like the parking lot
1: if they if you see somebody else. that has it. I get it. Like you know, you literally go to the mattresses for it. I get it.
4: Yep. That's so a... so that being said, though, obviously there's there's tons of really rare stuff. <laughs> um, uh, you know, the, the test market uh, eight backs, like you had said, um, gift sets. Uh, Really took off. Um, One thing I really like about the gift sets is that uh, longevity-wise, I feel that they're going to last a lot longer than a carded figure because they don't have that fragile bubble. You don't have to worry as much about you know the figure falling. You know, there's just so many things that can go wrong on a card. Whereas if you're in a box, what's a gift
0: set, Josh? uh, Because I don't know what it is. uh, What's a gift set? It in a box
4: usually with like a um, like a cellophane window, and it would have like Strider the horse and He-Man or you know uh actually it was fisto and or but um or of course re- yeah, we all know really, that one of the really rare ones uh would be like flying Fist he man and terror claw skeletor uh or you know he-man with um jet sled. like there's some really really rare uh gift sets that and those um, those were sold in stores yeah they were sold in stores oh, yeah. um and and they are like you know full color box art gift sets these are not the the brown box gift sets that you would buy through like jc Penney's or Sears oh. catalog uh, th- these are ones that were made to put on the store shelf, so that a kid would say, "Oh, I want that." And Mattel is selling a figure and a vehicle at the same time. So not what necessarily is, a catalog kind of thing. No, th- these are not the Brown Box catalog ones. Okay. What, what
2: about those? Are the what are the rarity on the Brown Box catalog ones, which uh, I've which I've started to collect quite heavily.
4: I know. <laughs> um, I, I tried, but I failed miserably. So. Um,
2: I never got that box from you, by the way. Which one? we were we, did i get a box from you no we were talking about I one of the boxes and they were empty yeah and right 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 around, right 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 you got he, swindled
4: he down, and you turned me down you didn't want them um, <laughs> um broke his heart because <laughs> he could dance <laughs> there's definitely rare brown boxed ones uh yeah. some of the um catalogs they even didn't even put names or pictures on them they were just literally just numbers so you have to look up the number and see what figures are inside like uh uh ram man and Zor is a common one or i have one that one i
2: have that um, one yep uh,
4: you could get them x-rayed
1: I'm just gonna put yep. that out
4: there oh yes no no we we can figure it out i have got i
1: lines. mean cas does things like that but, but, but gonna, the really shameless cool, plug
4: the really, cool brand, <laughs> the really cool brown boxes actually have the black and white like line art on it to show right. you the two mm-hmm. figures and mm-hmm. inside are just is two bagged figures yep um they don't go for even a fraction though of what the, the gift, sets. Oh, the gift yeah. sets go for
2: yeah,
1: for those oh. interested people, um, Ross actually did a collector's corner focusing on one of those, so maybe you want to look it up.
2: Indeed, I did. So, indeed, I did one of the department store two packs for yep. sure, for so, sure. What? what would what it, what what would you say is the rarest gift set? Oh. It was the the, the flying fist He Man.
4: So, so, yeah, it's either the the He Man jet sled or the flying fist He Man Turbo Skeletor. However, that's not the one I want the most. Um, when I used to collect top toys, He Man, very heavily. A long time ago. Um, I found a Wind Raider He-Man 2-pack. It mm-hmm. was amazing. Because I had mm-hmm. seen wow. it in catalogs that the U.S. was going to have one, but I never actually saw one until Top Toys made it. When Mattel Archives had their eBay auctions years ago, they actually auctioned a few of them off. Wow. In, wow. in U.S. boxes. Wow. And I didn't buy one.
3: Wow.
4: So what, what did they go for then, and what do you think it would sell for now? Oh, I back then I, they probably went for maybe a thousand, I'm guessing, but maybe a thousand dollars. Okay. So uh, still a lot for He-Man at the time. At that the was... time, yes, considering, was... considering I probably paid less than a hundred dollars for my top toys when Raider He-Man okay. did that.
2: So do you, do you collect, a, you know, there are some interesting top toys variations of certain figures. Do you, do you collect that stuff?
4: I had one of the largest top toys collections probably back in like 2002. Mm-hmm. Um and I've liquidated most of it because so, there's so many fakes and interesting things That's, coming out. Wow! And there's, and there's original Top Toy stuff, there's second series Top Toy stuff, and then all those Top Toys molds still exist and they are still being used to make test shots that shouldn't so be for, being made. Well, for for oh, yeah, our audience, yeah, I just
1: ahead. want to say, for our audience, Top Toys is a company that manufactured toys in Argentina, yes. right? So, um oh. and yeah, so I mean, just so God, you, you're if so you're smart, not, Chris. Well, uh, it's Star Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> the professor. And, and one of the cool things about Ooh, Top Toys. Top toys. <laughs> just so you know. Oh, right. So yeah, and, and Top Toys was actually is actually really famous for having some exclusive items that came out really only for them. So when we're talking about that sort of stuff, just understand that they're in Argentina being maybe not um, as far along in the industrial revolution as America was we'll supposed to say, they um, didn't have production numbers anywhere near. So you're, whenever you're talking top toys, you're talking very rare stuff. So I'll let you guys get back to it, but I just wanted people to know that what that is and maybe even talk about like some of the really kind of oddball quirky. Did
4: you do, did you do a video about that? I could, if you'd like.
2: No, it would I, be. Fa- I was gonna ask. <laughs> I was gonna ask too. That would be fantastic. I, I
4: have everything photographed. So some really cool uh,
2: variations.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah. Like pink, uh, pink wing stratos or green limbs Modulok. Uh Some of the card backs are awesome. The the cobra what, kind was.
1: Uh, I was gonna right. say
2: the, the camo- camouflage yeah, one. Yeah. That one's cool. Yeah. I think it's cool. You don't like it? Yeah.
4: We have uh, the buzzsaw I, I pictures. Everybody and, just made customs of it and ruined it. Like, uh, is that right? Yep.
2: So that's what you're saying as far as a lot of fakes out there.
4: Oh, yeah. There's so many fakes out there. Even the Modulox. A lot of those those Greenland Modulox you see are not original.
1: Really?
2: Oh. If only there was a company that could, that could authenticate them yeah, as, exactly. a, as original. Exactly. Mm. Mm.
0: We should start a company and do that.
2: (laughs) I like that. Chris's
1: archive services—that's where I'm coining it.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) Ego
0: much?
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Josh, let me ask you something. And I'm sorry if I'm changing courses here because it's come up, and you hear people talk about it, and I've even heard people say that it's 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 fake. It never existed. Although I'm sure it did. What is a Wonder Bread He-Man? Well,
4: yeah. Funny you should ask. My segment (laughs) on it. From the Toys That Made Us got cut. Ah. Okay. it's a bonus feature on the D V D or on YouTube. So you, you can watch me talk for like three minutes about it. Or <laughs> you can just do that, that right now. The
2: the Are they gonna sue us if, if we talk about it here too? Or do no. they have the uh, okay. We're good? We're good. No loss. Um, okay. so it,
4: it it was a um an actually Mattel produced figure. What it actually was is still not 100% clear, but it probably was either an error made in a vast quantity, but it seems to be dumped either as like a giveaway at like a, a regional toy shop, you know, like a toy store. Um, there's some evidence that it could have been, you know, sent out as a mail-in, you know, like when you get those rebates that say buy three mail-in, you know, for one free figure. Um I don't there know. There was
2: someone that came out with a video recently yeah, with the I mean, woman Scott that wrote a letter. Did you see that one? Yeah,
4: so, so that was Scott Knightley, who was yeah. brand manager uh, for Mattel, for anyone that doesn't mm-hmm. know, um, during the Classics, Master's Universe Classics era. And he had this giant Bible that was all, everything you could find at Mattel about He-Man when he became brand manager. And um, he would tote that around. I actually looked through it at PowerCon one year. Um And he recently did a video because he recently discovered a page in there, which was a letter from a mom upset that she received a brown-haired (laughs) He-Man. And it didn't look anything like the He-Man she saw on TV.
3: And
4: and it was, I I believe it was Mark Ellis, one of the executives um, at the time that had responded to her. Um, And he also had a copy of that letter. First time I ever saw that document, um, what was the response? From Mattel? Well, you yeah. mean from Markel? Too bad, think, yeah. lady. It was too bad,
2: lady. Yeah. What, <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: what kind <laughs> of operation do you we think we're running here? Any yeah. Figure, yeah. Like, yeah. what the figure was going to be, and it's a brown-haired He-Man. Like, what are you going to do about it?
2: Yeah, it was, was free. It. it was
0: free. You're looking a gift yep. horse in the mouth? Yeah. Right. Um, oh, well, was there, it? like, an advertised offer, though, that had to do yep. with Wonder Bread or... Uh, as a novice, I'm asking. No, like,
4: no, it has nothing to do with Wonder Bread. That was all a rumor. That's why a lot of oh. people call it like Savage He-Man now. But what, what,
2: yeah, but what was the genesis of Wonder Bread? Why, is, why was that associated with Because there the first was, uh,
4: Because um, there was a Wonder Bread trading card uh, offer mm-hmm. back in the day. So you can find like the bags, you know, uh-huh. for Wonder Bread that say Masters of the Universe on it. And I think it's one of those like Mandela effect things where we remember things differently. Gotcha. So as soon as somebody heard, oh, a mail-in figure, I remember the Wonder Bread offer because that was yeah. one of the largest offers at the time. And I think it just, you know, it, it spiraled out of control because we had no evidence. Like I, I was buying Wonder Bread He-Mans in the late 90s. Uh, Why are you calling it
2: Wonder Bread He-Man?
4: Because that's what I was buying. <laughs> However, right, right. No, no, that's what I'm getting at. In the Fake 90s, you would, you would advertise it as Fake Wonder data. Bread He-Man. <laughs> When Mattel wanted to do their commemorative series around 2000, they reissued the figures. Um, They looked very much like the originals. Mm -hmm. They actually contacted me because the uh, boys toy manager at the time didn't have any toys to do his pitch. So I had to nail Mattel a whole bunch of vintage original figures, including Wonder Bread. (laughs) That's cool. And um, I shipped it all to them. They used it for the pitch. They sent it back with some test shots and stuff later on. Wow, and, and um, they said it was no evidence that Mattel ever produced a brown-haired He-Man. Was their official response what at the time? Yep. Huh. But
2: we, I mean, we know that not to be true because Absolutely. it's, it's, it's right, not right, okay. true because you can yeah. see
4: from from his head mold, you can tell exactly which He-Man. Right. You know, mold produced that Wonder Bread He-Man.
2: Wasn't there? There was some. I can't. I, you're gonna know this that I, I. won't. There's all these different lines, but wasn't there a line where they produced a figure called Wondar? Yep, that
4: was classics. Yep, so the, Scott, that was a Scott that Knight was Knight, a classic. Like, Is that what created... you mentioned?
2: Did you just mention that? And I wasn't paying no, attention. No, I didn't mention it. But okay, I yeah. Classics, okay. But um, yeah. So I thought Scott maybe I had a like, stroke or something. Anthony'd out
1: on
4: us. yes. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, Scott, Scott, Knight, like, um. Did y- you weren't talking, Chris. You know. <laughs> I,
2: know. I was gonna say, uh, Josh. Maybe describe <laughs> that figure and what the line was, and kind of what I was say- was referring to. Oh,
4: so uh, Classics uh, was a Mattel line, I think, from 2008 until fairly recently, because we just got our Snake Mountains. Um, it was <laughs> by Mattel and Super Seven, and it was like a six-inch um, modernized He-Man line. So, mm-hmm. you know, it had more points of articulation. They drew a lot from the original figures, but they were also able to do a lot of figures that were never produced, um, some cool concept figures that, that we had artwork for that were produced in, um, uh, that we first showed in our foundation book. So like Cygor, that, that gorilla that he was supposed to like ride on, um, we, we first showed that to Scott and he, he brought that and, and brought that figure to life. Huh. Um, so anyway, so that figure, yeah, that line, right. that, line was, that line was huge. They did hundreds of figures. And um, for, uh, they did like a uh, monthly figures, quarterly figures, they did special figures. And one of the figures they did was Wondar, Um you know.
2: W-U-N, W-U-N dash D-A-R, right? Right,
4: because obviously <laughs> you couldn't infringe on Wonder's trademark, so. That's yeah. outstanding. And
2: so he was brown haired, but he had, so what a lot of people did, you know, n- not knowing what accessories went with the special promotion, He-Man, Wonder Bread, mm-hmm. He-Man, whatever. There was the accessory pack that you could buy for if you lost weapons over time. Mm-hmm. That was a Zodak, the figure with the uh, had almost like a W on his red chest. What do you call that chest plate? And yeah, the
4: armor, chest armor.
2: Yeah. Yeah, right. That, that exact yeah. one, right there. Perfect. So, you know, but the the accessory pack was black. Right with the right. W, yep. And so people sometimes you'll see people put that on the Wonder Bread yep. He Man, that black one. And when they reissued the Wondar, it came with that, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. And, and yeah. the
4: accessories are from uh, Manny Faces. Came out with a, a special promo pack one time, and it, with extra weapons. Right. Manny weapons. It was advertised. Yeah. It's called Manny, Manny weapons. weapons. Even though it still says Manny Faces on the card, right. but we right. call it right. Manny weapons. Right. And people put like the sword and the axe from that set with, with Wonder Bread okay. or Savage He-Man as well.
1: I want to actually like segue in just, um, you, you showed Zodak and that was probably the lamest He-Man picture that was, figure that was ever, like what is him? He's just like a, a guy with a mask. Well,
4: well, like well, like, like he had nothing. Be, yeah, but but the Masters of the Universe line was amazing in that they produced only like two different, you know, bodies in the first line, like three different arms, two different legs. Yet they made all these different characters. So for very little money, yeah, you know, they were able to get their line out there. That's a
3: good
1: point. Yeah, but he was the rip-off. That was I was, I was so disappointed in that. Wasn't he
2: neutral? That was his he was neutral.
4: Yeah, cosmic enforcer, but yeah he used to like keep the balance. Wasn't good, good wasn't,
2: wasn't good, wasn't bad. Wasn't yeah, good, wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean that
4: was the idea of it, but I mean, in certain books and comics and stuff, he's Switzerland.
3: Happen. He's Switzerland of the, he's, Eaver, barely in, of the universe.
1: he's barely even in the cartoon
4: because like nobody even cared about no. him. That's why.
1: So he I'm has just, a you know, flying chair. Uh, woo! So does C three PO. Nobody cares. <Yeah. laughs> All right. So, uh, go, going back really quick, well, I don't know what to call them since you're going to get mad at me to say grails. But yeah. let's say you're a, um, a a grandma or a grandpa now, and, and you find your your kids' old he man stuff. They're open. Yeah. Like, what are the the ones that like that you're gonna like gonna look for that
4: as loose figures
1: are are ones that. So
4: so right now, when I was collecting, like even not too long ago, uh, the early eight backs really weren't that desirable. And all of a sudden, the last few years, early eight back figures have taken off and you can still find them in lots. Um, You can still find them at flea markets, yard sales. So just because it looks like it's an early He-Man, it could be a really good early He-Man, not just like a good He-Man figure. So, you know, you need to look for for little things like you said, the red dots on on, uh, Man-at-Arms. Or the Bluebeard on Stratos. Um, uh, there's all other subtle differences that, that a normal person that doesn't like really really collect, like you saw from my video, like looking at the color of the dots in Beastman's eye. Nobody's really right. going to do that. But like, um, does that
1: affect value significantly?
4: <laughs> significantly. Okay, so um, like, how much? I mean, if you're. A... I, I mean, I've seen like Bluebeard Stratos is seven hundred, eight hundred, a thousand dollars now, as opposed to what as opposed ring? to like a regular Stratos. You know, 30, 40 bucks. Okay. Yeah.
1: And then, then the the last line of figures, similar again to Star Wars, right? You yep. had so your Scareglow, your King Randor, some exactly. of those are
4: exactly. Yep. So, so the the later figures, so like sorcerers, King Randor, uh, Clampchamp, Scareglow, Ninja, Scareglow is taken off. Yeah, like, it's like crazy. And not only has the vintage figure uh, taken off, it's driven the market for anything <laughs> Scareglow, including the new Origins. Right. Figure, they're making a ton of, yet everybody wants Scareglow.
2: What's the what's the very most recent release figure that ever the two pack that everyone's going nuts oh, for? I'm yeah, seeing yeah,
4: yeah. So so that's like the the or like the, the Keldor, you know, with before Skeletor right. gets his face burned off with acid, it's Keldor. I don't
2: remember that story. Yeah, so to, 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 I, I I saw right. that, so it's it looks like Skeletor, but he has got a face. I didn't right. realize so, that that's so the origin the, of Skeletor. Well,
4: Keldor and King Randor are brothers. hmm So um at some point depending on which story you're reading, Keldor gets acid thrown in space and it melts off and he becomes Skeletor.
2: Um, wow. I, I guess I never knew that. I never trap knew jaw,
4: that. Trap jaw before he gets his metal like lower jaw is called Kronos. Um, and, and he was more human like. So they were just two like early. Really. Again, it's just Mattel reusing parts because it pretty much is just like a Skeletor figure and a trap jaw figure with slightly different head and a little other changes.
1: And that was definitely something I got from the, the toys that made us. It's so funny. If you watch, I watched, you know, the, the Star Wars one and it was such a rush to get these out. The movie was already out. People wanted you know, you, you watch the Transformers one and, you know, it, it's a lot of, you know, people in Japan and they have these, you know, all these things that, you know, they're mm-hmm. doing very, very carefully. And then you're talking about the Hemian stuff like, dude, we were having some beers. And I was thinking, you know, we should put a tail on
4: this thing. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was so random, right? But, but that's that's why the line worked was because it, it could be anything like, you know It was the fantasy, you know, the medieval there was some sci-fi there was, you know, there's military aspects to it So I think it was cool. It, it, and it included everything like right, you know You didn't feel like you couldn't be part of the masters of the universe line like no mm-hmm. matter what your background was you could mm-hmm. identify with some character somewhere Yeah, I
1: identify with Orko. I think that's pretty much where we're about the same height. So that's the nice thing about he and I, you know, it's like I also clumsy and and I can't do magic. So, yeah, I have a lot in common with Orko. Um, And then so, like, comics now. So we can can open up this forum, although we've already been talking for an hour. But, like, so comics now are a huge collectible. Um, And you mentioned that there are variations in the Masters of the Universe comics. Are there any comics that are, like... Yep. Gra- Grails I hate I don't know what do you want me to call them <laughs> I just call give me a word really <laughs> desirable. Yeah,
4: yeah. desirable yeah harder to find um, <laughs> in my 8-back video I talked about the um the original you know ones that say free on it and then Mattel realized oh we can't say free so real lazily they they left the burst <laughs> and just like erased the word free <laughs> on it so those are the transition ones and then you have you know the the third version that just has no little burst or anything on like. it. Obviously, the free ones are, are worth more. The ones with free usually sell for maybe 25 to $50 if they're in great condition. Um, the ones with the Hot Wheel back, um, I haven't seen one sell recently, but I really haven't been paying attention. But I imagine those would go for a considerable amount more. Did you own any of those? Yeah, I showed them in the video. Right, so, sometimes it's hard to tell whether it was a picture.
1: Right, you know.
4: <laughs> right. I'm teasing. So. Um, yeah, so I, I have... I think i have uh of the four original i think i have two of them um with the hot wheel backs okay Yeah. Then, like... oh yeah and then you're asking about other comics um uh tale of tila is an early 82 comic that came with tila um and, it came and with then, the figure it came with the all the oh so
1: so the mini comic okay The mini gotcha. comic,
4: right but it only came with, with tila, tila. <laughs> so um Again, though, there are, you know, factory errors. So somebody's going to say, oh, I have that. Yes, th- there are some uh, y- you can go and find like very rare, you know, factory errors or just v- variants, because like factories would run out of one comic. And I-, I can assure you they didn't care what comic went into that figure <laughs> right. to get that out the door. Right. So, yes, you-, you can find different, you know, overlap of th- there's a standard list of which comics came with which figures. Um. But you can find, you know, some variability within that list, huh. and then and then there's one other comic, uh, Ultimate Battleground, that came with Eternia. Um, that one's really sought off there. So. Wow! So it's unique to Eternia. Yeah, although I, again, I think you may be able to find that with one other figure. But, okay. Yeah. And
1: that's like as far as um, that's rare and hard to find. Uh, yep. That's like the the the, the well of, of, of all the castles. That's definitely the rarest. Oh yeah, and, yeah.
4: Eternia's. And super
1: hard to find in good shape because like that was, it, it looks so fragile even right when it first came out. Yeah, I mean. all,
4: all the tracks would break. Uh, stickers are awful. The blue plastic they used discolors very easily. Okay. Uh, for for whatever reason, it, it does not hold up well. Um, even ones that you see that are unused in the box will still have discoloration and you know other issues. So
2: what do you, what do you think a sealed attorney would go for? Fully sealed.
4: Uh, not as much as you think. I tried selling it really? years ago. Yeah, well, that's um,
2: interesting. I, you think I would think thousands and thousands. Uh, the,
4: the issue is um, space. Yeah. So the reason I was selling mine was I, I just didn't have the room for it, and I right, didn't need right. one. Um, it, it's huge. You know so huge um, yeah the, the box is thirty six inches by thirty six inches by I'm crazy by like twelve twelve plus inches, so it's giant, you can't just ship it anywhere, it costs the fortune um I imagine now you're you're probably talking five to eight thousand, which is less than yeah like, for uh, for, his, yeah. Yeah, would for think as 10. desirable as it is yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would yeah. Uh, well, ten well, was like, the number prices, thinking too. skyrocketed and i i don't I don't really deal with <laughs> prices now, so it may well be over ten, so yeah, wow.
2: I think we've I graded one was at least say, have you one. Graded one. We have graded at least one. I think yep. it was a it was a qualified one so it was unused con- contents that's but an open box. But I mean just I mean crazy that that's that someone had that and didn't open, you know, yep. didn't open and well this one was open but play with it. Yeah. You know.
1: Well cuz again when it comes to any of this stuff it's 40 years old. How many yeah. times have you moved stuff in the last 40 years? I mean, no. my Power of the Force 2 stuff is trash because it was on my wall, then it moved to my apartment, then it moved to my first house, then it moved to my second house, was under the stairs, was in the attic. I mean, you know, over the course of time, the the fact that this stuff still pops out mint, you're like, what the? Yeah. You know? So.
2: Yeah, you're right. It still amazes me when someone has a dead mint carded figure from like, you know, the early 80s. It's still, It's just amazing to me.
1: Yeah, and there's because, so much
2: of it still out there,
1: and especially like like look at okay, going back to Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars was valuable.
2: We need <laughs> to get we need to get you a going back to Star Wars. I know,
1: <laughs> but but you know, Star Wars was collectible, like valuable collectible in the early '90s when you were spe- spending eight dollars for Masters of the Universe stuff. So I, you know, for me. If I would have had a bunch of Masters of the Universe stuff back in the 90s, I'd be like, I'm just going to put it with my Power of the Force 2 stuff. So it's not worth nothing. Well, now it's worth a ton, but it would have yep. been moved around and treated accordingly, and the fact that people were keeping these so nice is pretty yeah. amazing. Except the for
2: Anthony. Me. Except for Anthony. He just abused all his figures.
1: Yeah, broken. I played with my
0: toys, okay?
1: I, I honest, You don't seem like the type that would be destructive, but you know... <laughs> it's the ones you never suspect that really get you,
0: Josh. Back me up. This happened in the attic, right? Yeah, this absolutely. Is, these things yep. happen. All right, it wasn't me. It was Come not on. you, J- Josh. What's
2: what's your all your master stuff? What's your favorite? What's your favorite thing to collect?
4: Uh I stopped buying production stuff years and years ago. Okay. Um, I only buy. You know, see so your snob, see so your snob. Yeah, yeah, I knew, no, you, were no, no. I knew yeah. you were going there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
1: knew you were going there. Oh,
4: you walked I, right I into that not, trap. I should have helped knew you. There, no, I knew there was. I could not compete. So like, I never went down the gift set. You know, um, like people were spending fifteen, twenty thousand dollars on a gift set. Yeah. Whoa. Um, and this wow. was years ago. Wow. I, I knew. I knew I would never do that.
2: Um, I, I, that's interesting that you, you went into pre-production because you couldn't afford production that's not how it works
3: yeah, so, that's so not
4: when how I works. stopped buying production yeah. I was buying you know an Earl Norm drawing on eBay for $155 or yeah. I was buying like, the golden book archives that were sold on eBay I have all my original receipts from that Like it's amazing what the original artwork was going for so I just yeah. I flipped to that at the time. yeah. And I'd rather have that too, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. So, but, but like, I, I still love just, you know, your classic He-Man. Your 1981, 82 even. Except for Zodak, because nobody likes of. him.
1: Nobody, He's the lowbot yep. of, he's a lot yeah. of He-Man. So, just going to put that out there. So. Oh. Going back to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. as, as it turns out, it's all I know. You, you, you hired a one trick pony. The, the yeah. first day, you're like, this guy knows a lot of stuff. That you're like, oh, he really only knows a lot about one thing. And it's every, what everybody else
0: knows. Every episode, we need to have an over/under about how many <laughs> arrows to your head. <laughs> can Star, put in Wars. A Star Wars, nob, Star Wars knobs, Star Wars guy. You know,
1: uh, we're
0: already at twenty.
1: Yeah, at least, at least. Um, well, okay, so do we have any more questions for Josh, or do we want to move on to the next segment?
0: Josh, what are no. you looking for? What, what's missing from your collection? that oh, you're looking for. That's so always I, a
1: tricky thing to answer. Steve Sands, we won't answer that question because then all of a sudden the price of that goes way up. So again, careful. Star, uh, Star, Star Wars, Wars guy. Back, going back yeah. to Star
4: Wars. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm always buying, uh, you know, anything reproduction. I'm always interested in, you know, whether it be artwork or 3D prototypes, test shots, anything like that. Um, but more realistically, I am looking for uh, vintage catalogs. So not just the Mattel catalogs, but like, anything from like hg to um uh, any other like licensing type catalog from the 80s that has anything masters i don't even care if it only has it by you know text it doesn't even have to have a picture in it if yeah. it mentions masters uh, you know i'm trying to track those down i have catalogs from chile from you know the, i have the leo catalogs from india really um, yeah, wow. so, so there's Leo
2: stuff is very cool too. Yeah, we should definitely. do, you should do, they had something on that videos on those variations uh, uh, too, would be great. I,
4: I, I, there are some people with amazing Leo collections. Yeah, right those are oh, great. That, yeah. so Leo was
1: produced in, in India and really yes. is a, not a country that you hear from. You don't hear of any buyers, like going what? back to Star Wars, you know, that's <laughs> gonna be it's gonna be my catchphrase, <laughs> but you don't. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> wake 24- up, Ross.
0: 23 <laughs> but
1: you no, but you don't you don't hear any like I, I never sold anything to india i've never heard anybody buy anything for me from india it's not a country that you know like india and africa are are Africa's more than a country it's a whole continent but it's not even a country but i mean it, it, you don't get people <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry sorry
2: sorry I, uh, I didn't want anybody to
1: think that i thought i country. you should go back country. to star wars
2: chris chris i think you should go back to star wars <laughs>
1: The professor right there. If I, if I if I wasn't so affordable, I'd be fired. That's, uh, but, but no, but you, you just there are certain areas in the world that you don't sell to very often. Yep. And India is one that you just you don't. So it's interesting. Why do you have
2: something against Indian people? Why you wouldn't sell to India?
1: Are you trying to like pigeonhole me, Ross? I'm not
4: gonna go down that rabbit hole, buddy. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> no, but, but But I bought from India. So I, I have two Leo Grayskulls that I bought from just like small time sellers that just happen to throw it on. You know, some random eBay, not even eBay US. Um, I saw so your I think,
2: Leo, your Leo uh, Grayskull. That's a cool piece. Two, two yeah. of them, I have two of them. Unbelievable, um, unbelievable. Gonna
4: call you a snap again. From India, yeah.
2: Um, I give maybe one last question for me. Um, oh, unless someone else has, I'm not, I'm not trying to get, say I get the last word. <laughs> but you know, you've collected Masters a long time, right? Yep. And, and you're still focused on that. What keeps you interested in it? You know, just staying I know. in that realm.
4: Uh, it was definitely my favorite line as a kid. Yeah. And then um, I started dating my wife when I was 16. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yep. I started dating my wife when I was 16. And when we were dating, she bought me one of those store displays, the like three foot 3D vacuum form He Man store displays.
2: Awesome. <laughs> really?
4: Um, that I still have. And um, from there, uh, we went away to college together and we collected, bought, sold. Um, he man together. So it's something I've been, you know, doing, you know, um, you know, my wife has been really supportive. So if she wasn't supportive of it, there's no way I could have done it this long.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So it's something she's still into And still?
4: uh, she is always supportive, uh, with my collecting. It was, she's the reason I have all these is that if you can buy one, buy them all. Like, (laughs) you know, like if if one is a good deal, then a hundred is a good deal. So, um, that's excellent. Behind yeah. every,
1: every, every really, really big collector is a supporting wife. I'll exactly. say that for sure. <laughs> and tolerance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they put up with so much. You know,
2: oh. my wife always says it's better than you being out drinking or yep. gambling or doing yeah. whatever. You're a nerd. Not... There, are no? vices,
0: there are many vices. This is ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, I don't know. Well, thanks, Josh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're... You know, again, fantastic job on the video. We look Thank forward you. to future ones. And um, I, I do want to note as well that the the only person wearing a CES shirt is the non cas guy. I'm yes. wearing our great CES <laughs> YouTube shirt. So It's the
1: Anthony made CAS yeah, YouTube shirt. Beautiful, so. beautiful shirt. <laughs> and actually, um, so up next, we're going to be doing Investor's Corner. And Josh is going to hang out through all of them. Because as it turns out, not only does he know a thing or two about about Masters of the Universe, but um, we're going to do a special. Well, we're going to not only do a toy segment, but Ross is going to be hosting a um, sports card and non-sports card segment. And it turns out Josh also. Knows Hold on, I was much-
2: supposed. To, I was supposed to do that.
1: <laughs> oh, if that, you know, go, oh. Google it, yeah, just it's all right. Oh, I'm, I'm you I'll got be back five in minutes. 10 minutes, guys. Yeah, exactly. How back. hard could it really you be? Back. Yeah, so yeah, just right.
2: pulling eBay links, so yeah, right? any Any fool can do that,
1: right? So, coming up next is Investor's Corner. We're gonna see you guys after this. All right, folks, here we are with Investor's Corner. This is actually becoming, um. Well, I invented it, but, um, also one of our more uh, popular segments. Um, so, and, uh, Did you come
2: up with the name? You came up uh, with the name? Yeah. Because we got a lot of corners. We got a collector's corner. We got an investor's corner. We're yeah. just sitting in uh, the corner.
1: Yeah, I'm a one trick pony. I li- <laughs> I have very few skills. You know, going back to Star Wars, it's just it's a. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we should we should just go right. We should just call this podcast corner. So <laughs> <Exactly>. Chris's corner. <laughs> Anthony's <laughs> corner. We got Josh's <laughs> corner.
0: Actually, we're all in corners here. Yeah, yeah exactly. And we are in. Cor- we have our own corners. G-
2: G-
1: Chris's we're- corners, archive we're- ser- services. Is, you we're know, like the we're, gonna-
0: we're like the Brady Bunch. Like I'll, t- I'll look at Josh. Josh, how you doing?
1: but, but this segment, We're this segment, it,
0: Chris, Chris, high
1: five. Right? yeah, ah! uh. <laughs> and I, I can only see part of you cause I have my, um, my, 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 uh, other screen pulled up here, but it's become, you know, it's actually, we get, this is a pretty popular segment cause I think people yeah. like number one, people love to hear like, like high sales. Right. And then people like to, um, talk, yeah, talk about money and talk about, you know, where this market's going and, uh, you know, and, and it's surprising sometimes. So, you know, last, Unfortunately, Josh, you weren't here last time. I've, last time we had a couple of really epic Masters of the Universe sales. Um, this time, uh, Transformers comes out of friggin' the blue, and uh, and so you're gonna see a lot of uh, a lot of Transformers, and only spoiler alert: only one vintage Star Wars item. And Ross and I are probably gonna fight about it. So. <laughs> So without further ado, why don't we get started with, oh uh, so num- there's actually gonna be 16 items on this list because um, number 15 ended in a tie. So we have two um, number 15s on there, but I didn't wanna leave one of them out. So um, number 15 on the list is actually something we've seen before. It's a Playmates Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, 55 back that's how they kinda count. counted all the little things on the back. Um, uh, scratch from uh, nineteen eighty three. It's on card. It's is that not... series two hundred and twenty? Yeah, yeah. Is... Ninja turtles. <laughs> that, that is. Th- there was a lot of turtles. I'll tell you mm-hmm. what. And we get. We're gonna get. Was it Todd Light? Is that the turtle guy that? Um, boy oh boy, I, I can't even imagine how they classify those. I mean, I'm. I just learned He Man. I don't even want to. But turtles. Are... You're gonna
2: learn it all. You're yeah. gonna be a ten trick pony. Oh, we're uh, done it's... with you, Christopher.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna be like, like, yeah. what was that? What did I used to collect again? It's like, We're gonna shoot. go back to what? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> uh, back to Battle Stars or something. Yeah, some oddball, you know. It's like, but um, so yeah, fifty-five backs. But so, um, Scratch is, I guess, from one of the the last series and was uh, produced in just lower quantities. We've actually seen one of these before, and oddly enough, that one also was not graded. So, um, you uh, turtle folks out there, um, <clears throat> there's a grading company called CIS. I highly recommend. Um, you guys might want to send some of your high-end uh, turtle items, um, but uh, so it's a pretty popular character, pretty valuable character. This um, scratch sold in an open auction, meaning that uh, it took bids. Oh, it had a bid um, for five thousand dollars. That's what opens us up. So,
0: so do you? So that you mentioned we saw this before. This is our first ever uh, investors' corner. But it was uh it was a duo, right? It was uh scratch and hotspot Hot spot, sold yep. sold in a lot, a lot of two. Do you remember how much the two of them sold for? I want to say it
1: was probably around five thousand, right? For the pair.
0: It was exactly five thousand for the pair. <laughs> so you have you have this one here alone for five grand. So it's a yeah, good flip on is, you... that? is that because
2: this one is uh, better condition?
0: I just think that the um all of them were ungraded. The two and this one. I mean, I don't know about the condition, but and and, they
1: weren't and I think, you know, sometimes, you know, people, it, it's, I, I, I think sometimes people that aren't super interested in selling and like to sell things in lots end up losing because, you know, there's somebody that wants one or the other, especially when you get to that price. Right. So, you know, somebody probably threw a price out there and, and for five grand and, and picked up two and, you know, but it's sell, sell them individually, folks. I mean, you know, if, if, if you want the money, do the work. That's I'm standing on my soapbox also don't call rare things grails it's it's there's a couple of things we need to so
0: a lot of toy education here i know and don't compare everything to star
1: wars yeah we're very snobby here we're very very high in fact i drink my my coca-cola with my pinky out if you guys don't notice that's just how that works so anyhow um number 15 also on the list is um the hasbro transformers rodimus prime it's uh is mint in a sealed box it's graded near mint 80 but has a folded flap which um not 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 a cas item but i don't know if a folded flap gets you an 80. um it's generation one series three so apparently they um classify transformers similarly to masters so that kind of you know, something I learned today at an earlier part of the podcast. Um, hot rod is an evolution or sorry. Rodimus prime is an evolution of the character hot rod. He became a uh, hot rod in a transformers movie when they killed off all of our favorite transformers and brought ones that weren't nearly as cool except for blur. Cause everybody loves him. Um, so, but yeah, he was, uh, <clears throat> named, the leader of the autobots in 1986. Um, this sold as a buy it now for also $5,000.
3: So, Let's Oh,
2: so I didn't realize you, you do, you distinguish whether it's an auction or a buy it. Now i messed up on my, on my investors no, corner,
1: but Damn I like it. how you did yours because I like Here. how, because yours being a, a card related thing, you know, sometimes, you know, I, I, I cover the bases pretty well. I know cards pretty well, but it's nice to know what key cards were in that set driving yeah, it. So I like that. yeah. So you actually, you know, but it, it matters sometimes cause sometimes, okay. Going back to that hot spot with the, um, and, and, and scratch, right. I, if that was a buy it now, you yeah. know, if that pops up and somebody buys that really, really quick cause they spot a good deal. That's not necessarily indicative of the price of that item. Mm. Right. Right. So sometimes, you know, I'll buy it. Now somebody got a really, really good yeah, deal. No,
2: that's a, that's an interesting way that you designate that. If I paid more attention, I would have done the same with mine, but I'm learning. I'm it's learning. all right.
1: It's all right. It's, you know, it's a, it's a process, you know, learn from the professor.
0: <laughs> that's, that's right. Just, we're all learning from the professor.
2: Following your time. footsteps. I just want to be like you, Chris.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I get this feeling that you guys like me, but also hate me. So I don't know. It's like, I don't know where I stand. There's I'm no short. Hate. I can't see very well. Just, I don't know. It's we, don't have a lot love, going for me.
0: Love you, Chris. Come on. I don't yeah. know. I think I think the way
2: you position yourself on the screen doesn't make you look any taller either. Probably not. You look <laughs> you're right. You look like you're three feet tall in, in the in the screen.
1: I need to like raise you, my floor. Are you
0: standing or sitting? No, uh, so, right? so <laughs> he's not, standing. Not, he's not, actually standing so, on a box. No,
1: right okay. I, box. I, I am sitting, but I, my seat is raised all the way up. I, I go nowhere. I'm just a short little. You know, I'm a hobbit of a man, and I'm very thankful yeah. that I have a wife that will accept that. I, I, she calls me her pocket husband. Like I fit in her purse, and she can like take me to the movies. We only have to pay for one. It saves me a ton of money. It's great. So yeah. It's like her little uh come here, boy and I jump in the first and there we go. So <clears throat> and anyways, I'm never gonna get another wife again. So like, I gotta stick gotta stick with this one. <laughs> Anyhow <laughs> Moving right on. on. Moving on. Chris, Chris's sad romantic life, I don't know. <laughs> Alright, so uh, sticking with the Transformers theme, um, number 14 is Hasbro Transformers Grimlock. It's mint in a sealed box, graded near mint, mint 85. Um, Grimlock was the leader of the Dinobots, and I believe they were discovered and um, built by Wheeljack, who actually, I believe, um, also sold this, um, to, uh, <clears throat> to defeat Devastator. I think that was their, uh, their main goal.
2: Did you know that Wheel Jack's lab buys toys, by
1: the way? I believe he does. <laughs> he does buy toys. He does buy toys. I I
2: can I've people purchased... see this? Yeah, they can see this, right? Yes, they can yeah. see the pictures. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Grim- so I should I should know this by now.
4: Grimlock was my favorite transformer. And it's the only trans I had all my transformers. I sold them all when I was twelve. And that's the only transformer I bought back as an adult. Yeah. Oh, wow. it was, it really I did not was I really buy a graded. <laughs>
1: No. Well, <laughs> yeah, because this one this one sold open auction for five thousand forty-nine dollars, oh, wow. which is half the price of like a um a He Man um multi-pack, apparently. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, the, the Dinobots Dino bots were amongst my favorites. I mean yeah. and and they, it's it's funny, they they reference it in um so they, they reference it in the TV show Goldbergs. And uh so it, this being a family show, um I will um I'll, I'll try to keep it somewhat clean, but there's a, a, a scene in the first series of Goldberg where um, it was Barry was talking to Adam, and, and, and he gets, you know he goes, you know, if you if you had a choice to like, you know, like you know, hang out with a girl or or have a dino bot, what would you do? And Adam's like, ah, and Barry's like, it took you too long. The answer is obviously be with the girl, and it's like, yeah, well, it's you know, it's kind of the way us collectors are built sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, yeah, it's one of my favorite um, scenes from that that show. And absolutely, um, probably some of the coolest Transformers were the Dinobots. And segueing into um, number three, actually, (laughs) or 13, actually, is the complete set of Dinobots. Mm -hmm. So, number 13 is Hasbro Transformers Grimlock, Swoop, Snarl, and Slag. Um, four figure lot, um, three figures are mint and sealed box, but swoop has its tape cut. The figure still sealed in the bubble, none of which are graded. Um, but it's a complete set and it sold for a buy it now of
4: $5,095. So Chris, you, yes. you had said to always maximize your money and split it up. How do you feel about sets? So I still think people
1: buy things individually. I mean, you know, if, if so let's say that Grimlock. Is was mint and sealed box. What if it goes for an eighty five? You literally paid back the entire thing with that one purchase.
4: Yeah, I agree.
1: And mint and and, and mint sealed box transformer stuff is are, are pricey. And um, and you know, I, I to me, I think you know five thousand ninety five. I'd buy it now. Um, probably for, is a good deal for four.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I mean, that, three, that puts... three sealed, but still. That's...
1: Well, but you know even like you would still you could still q grade that that swoop i mean he's actually still sealed in the bubble you know so he's on play with oh i think it's a great deal yeah what 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 do you think josh i mean i i think that
4: yeah yeah i I understand yeah i i would definitely see that as but there are people like like ross said is like do the work if you want to make the money so there's plenty of people that don't want to put the work in so yeah you know they're, they're very satisfied with one deal getting it done with, you know, it's only one, you know, person you have to deal with one risk
0: less hassle.
4: Yeah. If you're, you if you're know, the type of person.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: If you're the type of person that
1: has the, the patience and time to sell buying a mm-hmm. lot's always, always yep. benefits you.
2: Dude, I gotta tell you, I don't, I don't know if you guys will recall that big GI Joe find that I had the, the red back oh, yeah. ones that yeah. I've been selling in the plumber's
0: warehouse, right? Dude, 190
2: <laughs> pieces. And I've been selling them selling 190 things on eBay or Facebook groups. It is a pain in the ass. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make some money on it, but it's yeah. a lot of work. It is doing the eBay things, getting all the boxes packed, checking them, going multiple tips, trips to the post office. So answering
4: questions, constantly. The questions, uh, yep, it's the questions that, that get to you.
1: Yeah, and that's and and I'm actually looking into a, a big um, sports card buy and uh, same thing. The- yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna send you pictures. <laughs>
2: we I want to talk. Well, when we get to the uh, oh what yeah, what are we gonna call this? Do we call the packs? Investors Corner, Investors Corner.
1: Yeah, we'll call it sport. You'll call it Investors Corner Sports Card Edition. No, I, I, get, to, no, I, I, get, I get to name, name it. Chris. I just okay to name it, Chris. You you, you, you pick. Uh, how about a uh, Sports Card?
2: <laughs> I'm gonna call it Chris's Corner. That's what I'm gonna do. It's <laughs> Chris's Corner. That's the Nobody name. will
1: know what it is, but it's just yeah. Chris in a corner. It's Chris's Corner. It's like forever alone. It's, no not, one, gonna be, it's <laughs> not gonna be Chris's Corner. No <laughs> one puts Chris in a corner. That's right. That's right. Back to the list. <clears throat> uh, Number 12 is actually um, kind of a cool one. And a lot of people don't know that, uh, that, uh, grading, um, NES cartridges is a big deal, but here's one. Mm -hmm. So number 12 is ultra teenage mutant Ninja turtles. It's an NES cartridge. It's mint in a sealed box. It's actually graded by a company called WADA W A T A and it's graded 8.5. So it's on a 10 point scale. Um, this was released in 1989. It's based on the animated TV series. It's the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game. It sold as a buy it now for six thousand dollars. And Ooh. I, I am never one to um. So I, I like to compliment people often. Um, the case on this um, graded thing sort of looks like a yeah. It looks like um. Like a blockbuster case. Yep. Like yeah. like if you oh, borrow, yeah. it looks like a security right. case that you use yes. like
4: the thing you on the top.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and, and it they do give a lot of information on it, but like I would imagine stacking them and storing them. I mean, look, it's you know, to each your own, but um if you are interested in grading um grading video games, CAS does a very Wonderful yes, job. With,
2: with that said, I think WADA has a pretty good filing. They they do pretty well. Yeah. Um. I think yeah. they have a the connection to Heritage Auctions. I believe. Okay. Um, they're doing quite well. Um. But yeah, I agree. I mean, the the casing leaves a lot to be desired. But you know, I think they have what a lot of people want with that that forward facing label on top. Yeah, I like um, the
4: classic hidden. yeah yeah
2: Yeah. Yeah. i mean that's that's why we when we make our cases the label you know afa um does it gives you the option of having that label looking in the case and you know from our perspective the it's the item that should be highlighted not the label so
1: i i think the label defines it but the item itself is what you should enjoy yeah it's kind of how i how i see it you know And uh You see and, it
2: correctly, Christopher. Well
1: thank you. I did you something right. Going back to does. Star Wars, it's like a,
0: uh <laughs> Hey Chris, uh, this is the first first video game that uh
1: made it into Investors Corner, right? It did, yes, it is, yeah. indeed. So and it just shows you that they're out there. I mean, you know, some of these games are rare, you know, and anything eighties right now is on fire. And um and people smoking are smoking hot. Smoking. Yes. Yeah, if 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 you know, I think you have people that are in the demographic where if you grew up in the 80s you're sort of now in your um financial wheelhouse and boy oh boy this stuff is selling like it's great it's it's fun to see it really is you know and you know this is a really neat piece and there's a lot of cool nintendo games that uh, i would imagine we're going to start seeing and mm-hmm. you know as time goes on. and we've done some cool we've done atari you know we've done some really cool layouts too so i mean you know
0: there is a uh, collector's corner ross the original uh star star wars star, wars, uh, star, star wars. wars empire strikes back first ever star wars video game you have the uh display so there's oh, a collectors it. corner we're going to put the uh link link somewhere here above <laughs> it's us gonna, it's going to probably be floating. above josh up there okay. all right i think you got plenty
2: of real estate above chris's head so <laughs> this <laughs>
1: yeah. space for rent yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like n- number 11 is going to be brought to you by Pepsi. It's gonna be- <laughs> yeah, we should, sort of, we should sell
2: ad space above. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I quit yet? I quit. Yeah. I quit. <laughs> I'm not feeling love anymore. <clears throat> All right. Back to the we list. We always hurt
2: the ones we love, Chris. Uh, we yeah. Love the yeah.
1: Love. And then we always cry in the corner. Chris's corner. So hey, here we are.
2: Too many corners.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Number 11 is a G.I. Joe, I like this one. Yes, this is a rare one, uh, and and something I'm learning more about too. So um, it's a G.I. Joe 20 back Cobra Commander mint on steel card, graded near mint plus 85. It's a series two figure, so there we go with, with um, talking about figures in series again, which is mm-hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe that's more now that i'm starting to see a theme (laughs) you know put these together but um series two figure released in 1983. now this one is unique in that it's an explosion back and by that if you turn over the back there are you know cameo boxes that talk about each of the figures um and there are a couple of them on the back that say coming soon so they were sort of like teasing new figures but didn't actually show that figure. Um, so, and this sold in an open auction, meaning it took bids for $6,100. I actually
2: think that's a reasonable price for Cobra commander, which is on, you know, on the card other than probably snake eyes, um, is the most, uh, most desirable carded GI Joe figure. Yeah. Um, I just, as far as I think of like classic eighties action figures, I think it's one of the best. I think just the the look of it, and just the way he's constructed, and you know he's the ultimate bad guy. I think this is one of the best figures you can own for eighties toy collecting.
1: Didn't the voice actor for uh, Cobra Commander also do another uh... Star Scream? Okay, right? I think yeah, it, it could be. Yeah, it was. I knew it was.
0: I'm I'm pretty sure it is. Same same yeah. voice actor. Yeah.
1: So, and <laughs> you know, again, and you're looking at eighties toys. Ah, going back back to Star Wars, um, <laughs> but you're looking at at, um, 27, at 80, 27 80s toys that um you know we're looking seeing this explosion in value and you know like 6100 is more than you know what a Luke twelve back is going to sell for at an 85 unless it's something special Absolutely. you know so you're seeing and and he you know you're looking at He Man's you know nine ten thousand dollars in an 85 I, I I know that there are less of them out there, um, especially in that kind of grade. But you know, you're definitely seeing these other lines just absolutely take off like a freight train. Yeah, so, if,
2: you know, I'm looking at this listing too. It's crazy that this whoever listed this figure not only listed Cobra Commander, Explosion Back, but also said Snake Eyes Storm Shadow, Storm Shadow. in the I hate same when thing. Do like that. really. I this That's, has nothing to do with either of those figures. You it's think? just keywords. You're bringing them yeah. in. You're, you're yeah. bringing the Keywords oh. search.
0: They're uh, maximizing their exposure there. Yep. Oh, the storm.
2: people looking for Storm Shadow won't know what hit them. Right. They're going to find this <laughs> Cobra Commander. It's like
1: all the people that are trying to sell Zodax that will say, like, Scare Glow, just to get them all on there. So.
0: Hey, so for comparison, <laughs> uh, your January list. Remember we did a mail-away Mickey Mouse Cobra Commander. Yes. Do you? Th- all right. Ask Chris.
1: Wow! How do you well, done. Right. well done. Well <laughs> done.
0: We're gonna play card sharks. Do you think that the uh, this carded Cobra Commander was higher or lower in value than the uh, graded Mickey Mouse mail away Cobra Commander?
1: Uh, so. I love the fact that you are, are doing this part of the research because I don't do that. So, um, so thank you for for doing that. <laughs> I have um, a lot of spare time, so you know. It's... watching watching the the, the Yankees actually. Yankee, the I do nothing right. but watch Yankee so... highlights all day. So. <laughs> uh, I don't recall, but I'm gonna say I believe this is higher. Oh. Oh no.
0: Yay! Correct. Right. Yes, yes. So that uh so the mail away, which I believe was an 80, I don't remember, but it was just under 5,000. It was like 50, uh, 49 and change. So okay. I, I would have to ask Ross, so which would which do you think is more desirable, uh, more rare, more valuable? Would it be that Mickey Mouse mail away or would it be this yeah. 80- Really? well actually
2: okay. no no hold on the explosion back i'm, I'm th- yeah the explosion back aspect of it makes this a pretty tough piece um and, and in this condition as well um i don't know that probably i would say this piece is is tougher to get
1: oh okay yeah Same. yeah from a display yeah, standpoint you know. i'd rather have the uh mickey mouse one because that one just looks cool with all the, the paperwork and all that but no.
0: <laughs> yeah very good chris <laughs> that's why that's why you're the uh, the uh what does cs No champion right now Yeah,
1: so. it's, with a 50 50 shot i got it. half of them <laughs> right so yay <laughs> all right uh number 10 on the list is um a poppy or poppy um shogun warriors um this is mint with an open box but it's complete it's not graded um Popey is a Japanese company um that is a subsidiary of Mattel, or at least um was at that point in time, because I know um Kenner also did um going back to Star Wars, um <coughs> Kenner also did have um Poppy products. Sorry. <coughs> um <laughs> This is uh, a 23 and a half inch tall uh, action figure. And uh, the Popey version um, has weapons that were not compatible with the US release versions. And they actually had um, like rocket firing wrist gauntlets and stuff that um, were eventually the types of things that were discontinued um, in the late 70s uh, because of the whole Battlestar Galactica thing. Um, and uh, so this sold in an open auction for um, $6,830 uh this is actually a line again a little bit maybe before my time um but I believe featured like Godzilla and a lot of these really tall you know um uh, the 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 japanese um figures that were in a lot of those uh those japanese uh shows that we'd watch I would imagine like the uh yeah, it's oh two
0: boy. feet tall what what year is it you know uh, approximately what year this could have been um, from.
1: 75, 76? that's what I was gonna say yeah right around there so wow. maybe yeah oh yeah
2: right on there 75, to 75. yep
1: yeah. yep so definitely a, a really wow. cool sizable item um you know but again you know 6300 dollars. i mean you know maybe something that didn't get it graded just saying we do a great job on it it looked great <laughs> um so so there's that one and that's uh the, our first shogun warriors on the investors corner so welcome shogun warriors um all right uh Going back to uh, Transformers again, dominate absolutely dominating the list. Um, number nine is Hasbro Transformers Soundwave mint in sealed box. It's graded near mint 85. This is a Generation One Series One uh, pre-rub. So uh, for those of you guys who don't know, the um right in the middle of Soundwave's um the where the cassette would go you can actually see um a logo for a transformer but you can't tell what it was and that's considered the the rub sign and that came um in later edition toys so when they say pre-rub that means that um that those figures wouldn't have that and then the later versions did have that so um this is a later version of a uh, generation 1 figure so mm. um and this was sold <clears throat> as a buy it now for 7500 dollars and uh We've done a really cool custom on a Soundwave with all the cassettes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my god, That's no, pretty sweet. Oh, that is definitely one of those ones that uh, every now and again, I'll pull up at a show and people are like, well, what do your customs look like? Oh, buddy, you got <laughs> that's one that very, very, very proud of. Uh, so, yeah. Um, number eight on the list is another transformer. Um, Hasbro Transformers Optimus Prime. This one is not graded. It's Series 1, Generation 1. And this is a first edition, so pre-rub. So this one won't have the rub on it, like we pointed out with um, with uh, Soundwave. And I believe the rub sign on Optimus Prime was always on the top of the cab. Um, and uh, so this is an earlier version. So it has uh, the rubber tires. And I guess there's um, some metal skid plates on the inside of the um, the. Tractor trailer and uh, there's a box variation with that as well. Um, this sold as an open auction and had forty bids and got to seven thousand six hundred dollars, not graded. So for a sealed generation or sealed first edition Optimus Prime, raw is seventy six hundred bucks. Oh,
0: um, raw. <clears throat>
1: we, we had two of
0: these last month, right? We had the uh, the what what we call the straight line version, right? Which we we learned was a factory. Uh, flaw like no, a... so
1: actually, so um, somebody oh, no. commented on that, and in Michael oh, yeah, Haven found right. something. So straight line, and this this would also be a straight line. I'm I would I'd have to guess is that when you um turned over the tech specs, um, they were I guess um easy to read, and then um then they made them harder to read so that that decoder seemed like oh. they have a little bit more of a point to it. So um, so is this also a straight line? This I one? would being first edition. I would have to guess it would be, you know, right. I I didn't. Capture a picture of the back on it. Um, so this is
0: grade eighty-five. I mean, there was no one no last. This month. was not graded at all. This Optimus was not graded. Yeah. This is a oh you're right yeah sorry look oh it's just some case that it's in all right yeah my bad. Well, there was. I mean, the last one from last month was graded. It was nine thousand nine thousand dollars.
1: Right. And that one was that was the straight arm. That was straight. The, that was the straight straight arm. And that and okay. that was graded.
0: I don't remember the grade, but so okay comparable. Okay. You think.
1: So, yeah, 7600 bucks, not graded. That's uh, pr- pretty pretty sizable. You're getting up there with uh, these Transformers. Um, number six, another Transformers. Um, it, so we have a tie for number six. Um, Hasbro Trans, uh, Transformers Superion gift set as graded a near mint eighty. This is a generation one series three. And this contained all five Aerobots that combined to form Superion. And the gift sets were oftentimes released around um, around the holidays as a way to like, you know, make it make some of these smaller um, point of purchase. Like so the um, some of the smaller Aerobots were rather affordable and uh, were probably like stocking suffer type um, Type uh, money, but when you bought the whole gift set, you know you're talking about a a, a bigger, more uh, substantial um, piece. And they were similar to Masters of the Universe. Josh. I mean, these were um, these were much, much, much harder to find and cool. Yeah. Um, in fact, there was a loose one of these I, I really considered buying. It was open but had you know the box and all that. Considered buying at ICC because I always thought number one, this is one of my my favorite combiners, and um, and uh, you know obviously pretty hard to find. So, this sold for a buy it now for $8,000. Wow.
0: This is very Voltron like. It's yeah. like, you know, four guys combining to com- But, all right. So, I'm going to bring up this is, I don't know, the fifth or sixth. And there may and there's another one. This Mr. Wheeljack, whoever he is, he must have had some type of find. And that's, I think that's why Transformers is dominated this month. He probably had some find and. And or moving a collection got because- graded and got yeah. them and just put them out all this month because Transformers he,
1: dominated this list. He's a very, very prolific eBay seller yeah. for Transformers,
2: Mr. Wheeljack. Yeah. What is Wheeljack? Is that a Transformer?
1: Yeah, yeah Generation One, first series, uh, autobot oh, cars. Right? Oh. it Was that
3: right?
1: I don't know what it was. I mean, I don't know how to describe Wheeljack because he wasn't the race car. And he wasn't a Lamborghini, but he was sort of like a Formula, not a Formula One, but like a, um, some sort of a sports car that was neither a Lamborghini, because <laughs> he had two Lamborghinis, Sunstreaker and, um, oh, the red Lamborghini. I'm drawing a blank on his name. But um, So this was another, and he was the guy that had the little flashing lights next when he talked. So it was like the, the scientist, the, the, the Transformer scientist. You know, he would always kind of fill in some of the... Um, some of the science behind why things would or wouldn't work in Transformers. He's the one that discovered the dinosaur bones in the cave that they crashed into that made the Dinobots. Turns out I watched that cartoon two or three times. So... (laughs) (laughs) What?
2: That gets an eye <laughs> rub from me. That gets an eye <laughs> rub from me. It's amazing that you know that and also really
0: scary.
1: I, I'm a nerd. I don't yeah. know what what do you want right. me to say? All right, next item, next item. <laughs> All next right. Next item Moving, on the
0: list. Move along, move along.
1: All right, so this is one that I know Ross is not a huge fan of and I would love to have. So this is kind of where I say we, we fight about it. So, um, And then this one, actually, I, I've tried to find on eBay again, and I think the seller deleted it, but um, it was – a legitimate sale, at least, when I, I put the list together. So this is the only vintage Kenner item on the list. So this is a Kenner Star Wars Luke Skywalker.
2: Does that hurt yeah. you, that we have no Star Wars on this list, Chris? It, it, well,
1: it just, it, it kind of shows, well, so I'm if surprised. you are yeah. right, well, if you are, a, like the, a, there was a not Star a lot... Star
0: snob like you are.
1: Right, no. well, well, the thing is is, is you know, <laughs> does that mean that Star Wars might be looking for a jump pretty soon? Because all these other lines have surpassed it, you know, so. I'm hoping this means that it's going to be a, a low soon. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, I think a lot of, a lot of Star Wars collectors have moved on.
4: Maybe. Yeah, but, but lows are relative. So that yeah. low that it's at now is still the high. So. It's, a lot, yeah, it's, it's already priced
1: out of a lot of people's <laughs> right. range for sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So this is a um, Luke Skywalker with telescoping saber. So it is graded good 40 with a 30 bubble. So the bubble is significantly crushed. Right. So this is a 12 a, um, telescoping sabers were, um, two part lightsabers labors bleh, were two part lightsabers that were discontinued early in the kind of run due to quality issues. They were super fragile. The minute they came out, they are even more fragile today. Um, if I've mentioned this before, if you have a, um, Luke, Ben or Darth Vader on a 12 back card, and you're not sure if it's a double telescoping saber, um, don't open it to find out. Right. Ross. <laughs>
2: Oh no oh no yeah another another time I'll tell that story, but yeah. that's a doozy, that's a doozy ouch
1: yes, so um, so typically these were found um in the early bird set um. DT Sabres are also found on um, all, of for Luke at least, were found on all of the 12-back variations, so the 12A, B, and C. Um, This sold for a best offer for $9,999. And the reason why I say we would fight over it is I would take a 40 DT Sabre Luke all day long. And, Ross, I know you've been on record as saying before that this is a variation that you find very uninteresting right
2: oh yeah you know i there was a time that i collected i actually had a nice dt run of ben bader and, yeah, Luke your, and pre-production Luke ones yeah pre-production and all that stuff and you know after a while i was like got all this value in these and you know the sabers are are interesting kind of but mm-hmm. you know to have all that money tied up into a little tiny piece of plastic just after a while i was like nah, yeah nah.
4: I, i'd love to have one but I would never spend the money on it. Yeah. Like if, if I a lot. It in the collection I'd keep it. But yeah. Yeah. same here.
1: Same yeah. here.
2: But yeah, it's a it's a it's a huge part of Star Wars collecting. Oh, and, and they're yeah. highly desirable and um, you know, the price on this one seems reasonable, seems reasonable, well, I guess. Like, but I,
0: but what, I, for me what? to spend 10 grand on a carded figure that the bubbles destroyed, seems but what as, did it sell for though? What he is asking was nine 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 nine, but you, you have eight thousand here. Did it sell for oh, eight thousand? Yeah.
1: Um, oh, did it? So I I didn't copy that on mine, so um,
0: yeah, it maybe, says eight thousand. Okay, Must've
1: so heard. so sorry, so sold for eight thousand. Um, I must not have copied all the way there, so it was a best mm-hmm. offer. So eight thousand dollars. I mean, I think.
0: Listen, as someone who I have a loose uh, farm boy Luke collection, um, and I, I have a couple DT like loose Lukes, I think eight thousand is a great price for th- price for this. If you wanted <clears throat> to get a carded DT Luke yeah. on a budget, because yeah. recently I was toying with pulling the trigger on a cut card that was going for about six six grand, I didn't. And I'm glad, and because for a couple thousand more, you get actually one that's carded. I will never. I will never spend the money for a truly carded good condition dt luke because i'm just not going to do it but something like this i mean that's i, I would think about Even it that i think it's a great a,
2: price you're spending eight thousand dollars on something that the value is all tied <clears throat> in that bubble and the bubble's crushed i mean i'd have to yeah. see the degree of crushed on the bubble but, yeah, but, but okay but, but if but the it's get a 30 that, bubble it's got to be pretty rough
0: the fact that you are in you're buying you, knowing it's a 30 bubble like you know that you're you're not buying a mint one or, or yeah. one that's in decent condition so
2: what you're like f- yeah, one is my point is if it's that crushed is it what's the integrity of it long term well, then, well
0: yeah. then you need to send it to a certain grading company to yep. get a little bubble protector put on it yeah, then, yeah. it'd be great if we had
2: like an awesome bubble protector you know that, that, that's cool
1: yeah, we have to have to get working on that. Somebody's yeah. going to have to, you know, stop doing podcasts <laughs> and, uh, and and do a little bit of R&D. Um uh, but
2: Are You busy you know, studying transformer scientists, I think. Yeah,
1: I, I I like studying um rub positions on transformers. So <clears throat> but but so yeah, for for me, you know, you talk about bubble integrity but like Vlicks. I mean, you know, would you buy one of those? I mean, you'll know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't would because just for of the that bubble. reason.
2: Yeah, I would not. Carded Vlicks for 40-50,000 with a fragile bubble, no thanks.
0: I don't know. I mean, but I, th- but I think if you have like, I have a fake boy Luke focus because I'm not really. But I would love to have this. And if you're gonna spend the mo- if you don't have the money for a truly carded DT Luke, yeah, I can see that. This is a really good good option for you it. know. At, at
2: some point, I made the decision in my collection that anything that has a plastic bubble over like three 000, four thousand dollars, I just it made me uncomfortable to have that yeah. much value tied True. into a plastic bubble that, you know.
3: I agree. Yeah, Without I current it. bubble
2: protecting yep. out there, you know. Yeah. Maybe someday. Someday.
4: Well, bubbles what? only get worse with time. They don't compare. Yeah.
1: And Josh, yeah. how bad is cracking an issue with Master stuff? Is that a big deal now? Uh,
4: yellowing, cracking is horrible, and the figures are heavier than Star Wars. It's getting so better Star Wars. So, so. <laughs> <Aha>! Yes, I'm <laughs> so, not the only one. <laughs> well,
2: I, I've we, his- need a, we need we need to reduce Chris's <laughs> volume.
4: <laughs> I get very excited. We hope. know. But we know. Wars, Vindicated. You can know. Even actually just slide right off the card. So the bubble can actually detach completely off the card. Wow. Mm. Not just cracking. You actually have, you know, the glue just dries.
1: So what if you just staple it? Would that be helpful? Oh, yeah. That, that's what you should oh. do. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll, I'll digress. All right. So this next one is one um, I'm going to just, I had nothing to do with this, but because it's a CAS item I'm extremely proud of and love. Um, So And it's Transformer, again. Mm -hmm. But uh, number five is Hasbro Transformers Megatron, signed by Frank Welker. Um, This is a CAS Signature Series, Gold Label 75. Uh, Mm. Series 1, Generation 1. JSA Signature Verified, absolutely um, awesome, in every respect of the word. Um, They were asking $11,999 for it, and it sold for $9,000, and I would take that all day long. That is awesome. Um, for those of you not familiar with our signature series, um, so obviously at some point in time, the owner of this mint and seal box, Megatron, um, came across the voice actor and had them sign it. And um, back in the day, signatures used to be look, looked at as uh, damage, and uh, but it's not. It's awesome. well, other
2: The other grading companies do, dis, do consider distinguish it and consider it Correct. damage. Absolutely will knock the grade. Not, a, not your old buddies at CAS?
1: Well, no, cause you know, the thing is, is autographs are something people like, and you know, if you don't like an autograph, don't buy the piece, but I don't think it should hurt the value. If, if for some people it enhances it. So, so long as you put it in a category and in this case, the category being the gold label label signature series, now you have a, a really iconic transformer signed by the person that did the voice. And uh. now, and the cool thing about it is because it's sealed. It's tamper-proof from here on out, right? JSA has certified it. It is rock-solid provenance. It's done, and and now you never have to worry about the person that bought this has no concerns over whether or not that was a real signature. It's it's a done deal. So yeah, and and an iconic piece. Um, I remember going back was it 1984, 85? Um, in fifth grade, I, I actually took that to school. <laughs> hey, but you could. It's was not- different.
0: Wouldn't fly today, buddy. I'll no tell you sir, right
1: now. No. no sir. But that was it's just no. different times. I mean, you know, cops and robbers, and you know, Megatron, and you know, I just I had it on my desk. I just... <laughs> In the olden days, kids, things were a little bit different. So yeah, so move along. Yeah, so um... <laughs> yes, so...
3: I think
0: I
2: think we need a we need to like play the Oscars yeah. music for Chris. Move along, move along.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, Let's okay. go,
2: Chris. Keep it going. <laughs>
1: Sorry. I'm a plethora of information. I apologize. Uh, so number four on the list is you guessed it, another transformer. Um this oh my one. Gosh. Yeah, another Optimus Prime. Optimus my Prime, goodness. I think, has showing up twice on all three of our investors' corners. So yeah. he is he is definitely um, is definitely like a, a mainstay. So this is a Transformers Optimus Prime with Pepsi sticker. It was graded near mint plus eighty five, Generation One Series One. Um, the Pepsi sticker versions were premiums sponsored by Pepsi, Pepsi, but I couldn't figure out if they were giveaways. I have no idea. Yeah, I, they're out there. I don't know if you could win them or what. Um, this one happened to the the um, they said the seller um, or I read maybe I read it somewhere. Um, had acquired it because they knew somebody that worked for pepsi so um but the pepsi sticker in the corner is actually a packet that has two pepsi stickers with the idea of putting them on optimus prime and turning him into a pepsi delivery truck ah that's that's pretty
4: cool yeah that's a cool idea i never do that
1: yeah i i, I saw some pictures I'm like that's really neat <laughs> so yeah a little, little bit of <laughs> So. Um, this sold as a buy it now for $9,500.
4: So, in theory, like, um, you know, they, Hasbro had, or whoever made it, Hasbro. Had, had nothing to do with the promotion. And Pepsi's like, let's put a packet on your product. Yeah. And so that you could turn that that product into a Pepsi truck. There was some guy at Pepsi going, "Dude, right. I have the best marketing idea. Right. Let's
1: go buy five thousand Optimus yeah. Primes. Meet me the the, the board room in the break room. We're gonna go ahead and turn this right. into something." <laughs> that, guy, that guy probably got a good bonus that year for like you know.
4: <laughs> or for they came out as
1: like Christmas presents? Yeah. You, know, yeah, you know, it's like a Wonder Bread He Man. It's like, like, how did that even happen? We don't know. It just, all of a sudden, here they are. So yeah. So kind of a cool thing and, and a little bit of a premium for, uh, for an 85. So you said that an 85 sold last week for um, less than that, so um, or last month. So you get a little bit yeah. of a premium for a Pepsi sticker. So um, this one I had to do a little bit of research on. So number three is Kenner Starting Lineups, 1995 Magic Johnson Far East Asian Edition. All right, so this is not graded, but looks near mint. Um, it's a test market piece that was sold in Japan and Korea and possibly China. Um, so the standard 1996 version was discontinued because magic Johnson retired from basketball in 1996. Um, the USA versions of starting lineups featured, um, the hoops brand cards while this one um, featured a skybox version, uh, which is just a different brand of cards, but it's a significant variation. Um, mm-hmm. The other characters that were test marketed in the in Asia um, all had the, um, the hoops cards in there. So this is the only one that had the Skybox one. So it's unique in that sense, um, and it was sold um, by it now for nine thousand
2: nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Wow, that's an interesting piece. That, I think there's a lot going on with it. That's that's. I, if I have a favorite from this this investors corner, that would be it. What a cool piece! Um, you know, starting a lot of I think for many many years up until two three two years ago, twenty thirty bucks and most both, of them, yeah. other than like mm-hmm. the the very rare ones. Obviously, this is a test market piece and it's right. a different class. But I even think this few years ago it wouldn't go for more than a few thousand bucks not not at this level it's crazy
1: not at this level but so i the information i got on this was from i believe a tough stuff magazine and uh which you know dates us a little bit but <laughs> but they were saying so and it was an article that came out in 1996 and even in 1996 these were selling for like three to five hundred dollars
4: wow do you have any like sort of production numbers or uh,
1: no i i But very, you know, I guess similar to like your, your, um, your uh, generation one, um, eight backs, you know, they were probably just kind of seated to see how they were going to sell. Um, and interesting because NBA is really big in China and in, in Eastern Asia now. Mm -hmm. And you kind of wonder, you know, I'll make this quick, but, you know, NBA basketball is, is really maybe behind football, the, the biggest sport right in terms of i mean baseball gets more more games but from national dollars and and internationally right um not always the case if you think about it, like basketball cards they skipped like 3 years cuz nobody cared right then all of a sudden i believe you know when david stern got in to um be commissioner like he marketed them in ways that you know just just springboarded you know, springboarded basketball into the spotlight. And I think, you know, this is probably a piece that not only is cool in and of itself, but probably really represents, you know, trying that and like the putting uh, major league players in the Olympics were really a good way of putting this on the international scene. So yeah, a little, my little bit of history lesson here. So, all right, we'll move on. I know that, uh, this, these can be <clears> lengthy <throat> I apologize. I can talk forever. So number one and number two are identical uh, items um there are two different two different ones but identical items and um anthony i think smiled because you probably noticed that i spelled funko pop wrong again um so <laughs> funko pop star wars holographic darth maul actually um, the
2: way you spell it makes more sense yeah, yeah. fun company yeah. So right i think they should change their name
1: They go. you know what I think uh, they yeah. should change your name and put it with a c for chris that makes yeah yeah <laughs> I, I that. think
0: that we should buy the rice to Funko with a C. Let's just yep. do that. There you go. And that's, start all right.
1: Them? We should
2: we should start a Funko corner.
0: <laughs> how, about well, a, how about a fun corno? Hey, fun that's corner.
1: hey. Actually ironically, um, Anthony, um Kind of brought up the fact that I haven't been searching Funko Pop specifically, and there's a, a lot of high-end Funko Pops that I missed. But so maybe it's, we need.
0: It's only this month. It's crazy. It was okay. only in March. All of a sudden in March, Funko uh, exploded. High like, high-end right? ones were It was selling. ridiculous.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so I, I missed some. So this list is not actually complete because there were some Funko Pops that I missed. But so this is a um, fired. Fun... Well, I quit. I quit you're several fired. times. <laughs> you're so. fired. you're fired. So this one um is a uh Star Wars holographic Darth Maul. It's graded in, not by us. 9.0. Do we grade ours on a, a 10 point scale too? We I do don't not. Un- I don't understand it's why the, they do. It's
2: this. on the 100 point scale. Who yeah, that, but is this Oh, AFA? Yeah. It's cuz it's modern. All their modern stuff is on a 10 point scale. That makes no scale. sense to me. That makes no sense. I to don't me. know I don't know why they do it that way.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's say consistent. The, oh, the, the,
2: you, oh, you mean the other guys?
1: Yeah, the other. Well, you know, I just it's it's kind of strange to me. Like, I understand why we're going to do it with our sports card stuff because it's industry standard. Got yep. it. Makes sense to me, yep. right? Why you would switch it for this makes no sense just because it's modern. I mean, right. if
2: those jerks.
1: <laughs> well, and I mean, and and not. I'm not trying to like. So I'm not bashing AFA, but yeah, even like are. that's okay. Oh, well, but like, That's you know, okay. th- the fact that like, they have like, like, you know, for video games, instead of AFA, it's VGA. And then for their dolls. All like,
0: right, Chris, come on. Yeah, well, no. But what the thing is, mind. from a
1: branding standpoint, a that makes no Chris, sense.
0: There's no hate, Chris. Can 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 be be there be a there's a no hate. <sighs> yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Well, it's not how I would do it.
2: You know, they're a wonderful company, Chris.
1: They're, no, so, I'm not. Be- wow. So
2: some of my best friends work for AFA. Yeah. <laughs> They, well, they got families to feed too, they Chris.
1: They do. do. And, and, are you and trying and to put
2: them out of business
1: they, here? They are a great number two company. I, they are wonderful out there. <laughs> so, All right, so this is graded 9.0. It's a, a 2012 San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, limited to 480 pieces, but I can't see any numbering on this. So, you know, it's one of 480, but you don't know which one it is. Um, sold in an open auction for $12,000. And then number one is the exact same piece sold as a buy it now for 13000 And the way I see this playing out is the, um, somebody um, lost the open auction one and was like, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to go ahead and pay 13000 for this other one and just call it a day. That's how that's how it plays out in my mind. I don't know. That's not science. That's how I That's see the it.
2: thing about the Funkos. You know, you really got to know these, obviously. And I'm sure yeah. the people that collect them know it. I, if I saw that Darth Maul holographic, uh, it it 20 a,
4: bucks. Right. Yeah, exactly.
2: Like, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly where I was going, Josh. Yeah.
4: That's and not exactly. asking what it's worth. It's just. I yeah. Just no. go, it if looks like looks
2: just for, the other, all the other junk that they sell. Yeah. Oh, somebody did I say that?
1: If somebody returned it to a Target today and it was sitting next to a Black Series Jar Jar Binks, I'd be like, "Ah, yeah, I kind of like Jar Jar Binks yeah. a little bit better." I don't know. It's not, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: dude. But they have they have a crazy following. A lot of yeah. people really love them, and yeah. you know, will dip their whole life savings into all these, you know, different variations and stuff. God bless them.
1: Well, and going back to the signature series, the cool thing about Funko Pops is that there's a lot of characters that don't have fun action Co-Pops? figures. Fun, yeah, Sorry. fun Chris Pops um, that <laughs> that don't have. That don't have action figures. So, like for example, and it ended up getting canceled last year, but um, it's uh, the Lexington Comic Con was going to have the entire cast of um, Breakfast Club. Right? They don't have action figures, but they have they have Funko Pops. Yep. That would have been awesome <clears> to <throat> get those signed and and for us to like do the signature series grading on those.
4: That would have been awesome. I saw Hopefully. a full set of um, uh, comic book men. Okay, they, they, had a, they had a signed set of them. Yeah, with, see with that would be them. really cool, uh, right? Right, because you can't get anything else of them, so.
1: Right, yeah, they don't have action figures, but they have a Funko Pop. Makes sense, right. and they get it signed. Makes sense. They send it to us. Makes sense. It's just all this makes sense. <laughs> this, is, so, this is
0: so, Chris. So we we're we we're texting a little bit today, right? Yeah, about the Funkos because we were amazed that it sold for that much. So I did do. I just looked up a little bit about because I know nothing about Funko except yeah. I see them at every toy show we go to, and they're everywhere. Right. So <clears throat> there are certain things about Funkos that make them more desirable, more valuable. All right, okay. I knew none of this. All right, so. Uh, have you ever heard of a, uh, a chase, chase series, Funko Chase?
1: No, not specifically.
0: All right. So I looked at the top 20 most valuable Funko Pop vinyls, right? So first of all, 16 of them are Comic-Con exclusives. Okay. 15 of them are all San Diego Comic-Cons, just like I think that Darth Maul was a San Diego yep. Comic-Con, yep. right? Uh, the other one was there was one New York City Comic-Con that was. But there's something called a, uh, a Chase Pop. So what what, uh, Funko Pop does is, for each character, they they alter the figure somehow. They change. It could be very subtle. It could be very obvious. And it's called a chase version of that figure. And it used to be pretty rare. Maybe like one in every 36. Like, let's say there was a, a Darth Maul. One in every 36 happened to have this chase variation, and it would be cased in a... Maybe one in every ten boxes, something like that. And more, more recently, it's maybe one in every six. And there's this gold chase label on it, uh, so that makes it more desirable. And the older it is, the less um, common, less common it was. So the older ones with this chase label would make it more common. Okay. Um, so that's one. It seems like there's the the glow in the dark versions, which also this Darth Maul happens to be a chase and a and a glow in the dark. Seven out of the twenty most valuable Funko pops are glow in the dark. Huh. And then there's this character Freddy Funko, who is I guess is is the company's mascot. They make him into different characters. Like there's a Freddy Funko Jamie Lannister, right? There's a huh. Freddy Funko, Funko. With or
1: Without Hand or is it, you know. Well, it's you know, funny. Leatherface, well, it, it's
0: Leatherface actually, too? Leatherface. There's yeah. it's actually there's a bloody uh Jamie Lannister is a bloody version. Ah. In, in one of these, there's so many top 10 most viable. There's a uh a Ned Stark did, like Headless? with detachable head <laughs> so <laughs> that that's another factor that makes it valuable so the, the things that make these funko possible viable is are they these chase variants are they comic-con exclusives are they freddy funko and are they glow in the dark so those are the four characteristics that seem seem to make funko's more more okay. popular it's desirable valuable. It yeah. seems
2: to me now I'm jumping ahead a little bit to what we're going to talk about in some of the packs and boxes stuff. But and, and Josh, if you're a card collector, you may know this better than me. But it seems like Funko's doing a lot of what the modern day card companies are doing, just create they're manufacturing rarity,
4: right? Exactly, right? They're creating right? one of ones, like one of ones. One 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 the reason annoying. that, like, yeah. Mike
2: Trout. <laughs> who's a modern, you know, baseball player that yep. these cards can go for 3 million bucks cuz they're making two or three or whatever it is. And right. it essentially become it's manufactured rarity yep. and they're creating like the Willy Wonka golden ticket essentially, mm. yeah. exactly. right? So yeah, that it right, gets right. people to buy boxes and boxes and boxes of this stuff.
4: But but they they call it what it is, it's a chance. Yeah. Yeah. It is a yeah. chance, yeah. yeah. right. so exactly, that's the point. So
2: Yeah. yeah. It's very smart marketing.
4: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, because it keeps. they doing the something right. Bright.
2: They are doing something right. All, all right.
1: Started, all started with 1990 Upper Deck. Just so you know. So, first chase card. Find the Reggie. Um. So this is a is a little bit of a wrap up. Um. So this list of 16 because we had the extra. I had eight Transformers, two um, Star Wars Funko Pops, Funko with a K, um, one vintage Star Wars item, which is absolute blasphemy. Um, one teenage mutant ninja turtle. <laughs> Going back 20, to Star Wars,
0: thirty-one. There's <laughs> yeah. Star Wars snub
1: reference. Thirty-one. Um, one um, NES game for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. One starting lineup. One Shogun Warrior and one GI Joe. So um, no variety because Transformers decided that they were just going to like take their ball and go home. So
2: Wheeljack. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Wheeljacks. Wheel Jack. yeah. yeah,
1: he had a good month, Mister Wheeljack. <laughs> good, Mister Wheeljack.
2: He buys yeah. toys, by the way. In yeah, case you didn't turns, know. Just, in case you
1: didn't know. It turns out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So that brings us to the end of, um, investors corner toy edition. And, um, I'll let Ross name, um, investors, the next investors corner that's coming up. That is um, we- investors corner, um, card edition. I just named it. It's open.
2: All right. So we're back at the unnamed cards and packs. I named, okay. well, thingy, saying, I named it corner investor thingy the so I think I think first and foremost we got to come up with a name. But I'm going to I'm going to introduce it first before we talk about what the name should be and Chris is not allowed to name it. Anyone <laughs> but dead? Chris. <laughs> anyone but Chris can name what the segment is going to be.
0: It could Josh, be Josh. Uh, Josh, I want you to realize how uncomfortable Chris is right now. <laughs> yeah, he's He doesn't actually, get to Can we off. put him on mute? He's can not we mute him? Is there any way we can mute him? I, I don't think so, but oh <laughs> Uh, no, he he can only can need stop,
1: but
0: but like, uh-huh. he's gonna start like he's gonna start like, gonna explode.
3: <laughs>
2: All right, so the last episode we previewed a new offering that your buddies at CAS are gonna offer, which is um packs, so sports card, non sport card, wax packs, cello pack, rack packs, and also full sealed boxes, not sealed boxes, but full boxes. Some are sealed factories. Some um, may be wrapped by third party authentication companies such as Baseball Card Exchange, Ripping Vintage Packs. Um, and there's a couple other companies out there that do similar service. But um, you know, we saw a need that there's really only one company, PSA, that was doing any sort of grading of packs. Um, like I said, there's authentic- other companies that authenticate it with some cellophane. Um, which is a great service because you know that what you're getting is good, but there was really no great casing options for None. it, and you know, so CAS, we've been, you know, we we have expertise in in grading packaged materials, so it was a really natural transition for us, um, and you know, we've we've leveraged we have people we already have in-house expertise in dealing um in, in card material packs and boxes and and cards in general f- for many many years through auction companies and otherwise but we're also leveraging the help of a lot of great people in the community to help us authenticate and ensure that what we're casing is real so you know we're in the prototyping stage now and um you know we're getting really really close to be able to show off some some examples and it's you know for a lot of stuff there's Not only is PSA doing it, but there's other things that we're going to offer that no one else is offering, which I'm just, I couldn't be more excited about it. Um, Our our partner, Ken, who does all this stuff, I I ask him every single day, is it done yet? Is it done yet? Is it done yet? I want to see pictures. I want to see pictures. Um, And every day I'm disappointed that we're not done yet, but we're close. We're very so, very close. So
1: like th- th- this is a, is a rack pack if for people are looking and this is a um, Mark McGuire rookie on a, a, a rack pack. And one of the things that I love that we're going to be able to do is, you know, how do you display this? You don't, right? In I mean, a you're not going yeah, to put it in a case. Yeah, you're not going you're not going to put it in attack on the wall. Right now there's no way to display these really cool cards that are on these on the front of these whack pack wax rack packs and uh I just, I'm so excited about those that is, it's I, gonna be awesome that's yes. that's
2: one thing that's currently not you know baseball card exchange you can send it to them they put it in a top loader and wrap it in cellophane again you know that it's legitimate when they do yep. that and it's a great service but it doesn't display very well so no. um it's really really good stuff so you know chris does a great job has done a great job with the investors corner on the toy side um but given our newfound entry into packs and boxes we thought it made sense to do a similar segment um, around packs and boxes, but then I started getting into my research for it, and then I was like, okay, so you could do, I could do sports card packs, I could do non sports cards packs, I could do sports boxes, I could do non sport boxes. Um, my head was spinning. But even before we get there, and I explained what I did, we got to come up with a name for this, right? Should it be Investors, Investor's Sports Card
1: Edition? Yeah, it
0: should be. No, <laughs> actually, that Ross sounds thing. like a great
2: set. <laughs> It sounds like a great name, but since you mentioned don't it, well, that's don't not use
4: that, name. I know. Don't do it. Don't a... do it. What do so you say, Josh? Uh, when you get to your list, you'll see it's not just sports. Yeah. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't like you know. N- you know, keep it so narrowly focused. Like maybe your name has to be wax and packs or something. Wax
2: and packs brought to you by Chris Wetlock.
4: Yeah. No. There that's we not go. I, okay. Well. Wow.
2: Let's land on it. wax, hey. and, wax w- and packs. I like wax and packs. Market <laughs> Watch.
1: But not marker watch. We can't do marker. It's already done. It's already been done. It's corner. Yeah, but we use
2: corner like fifteen yeah. times. <laughs> right. So that's our. What do you mean theme? it's already been done? No,
1: that's our <laughs> thing. I mean, you know, it's like like our theme is corner. It's like you know, it's like our little cozy little nook. It's like where things are. And Now you're gonna go ahead and just turn it into like you know listen, Wall Street. Journal. I
0: say, listen, take a month. Next month. You come back with the name, all right? There's no reason to Actually, brand it now. Take your time. I want to never come up with a name. I want to talk about the name every, <laughs> every single time. Month. It'll be every different. Month. Yeah, a different name. <laughs> different or we, we could put a poll out. Come out with like four or five ideas. Put a poll out. There you let, go. Let, let like the listeners it. decide.
1: This like month it. on Market Corner, it's- uh, you know.
2: so, so us and our, our families that are listening
1: to this, will yeah. come up yeah. with some, right? And we'll get four suggestions. They're Right. Gonna- it's like Chris Whitlack's gonna have a suggestion and Tina well, well, Whitlock's well, gonna have a well, suggestion. We have a well, uh, of right?
2: Well, yeah. We don't have to mention numbers, but we've had a lot yeah, of downloads. At least we were, you have numbers.
1: No, Anthony, we, you said we were one of the top for the a arcane- new,
0: for a new podcast. We actually did great, like the first couple of months. Yeah, well, when we release an episode, we break into the top hundred for hobby related podcasts. Like we Out got of like
1: thirteen thousand, right? I 13,
0: 000, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say there's no. Maybe there's thirteen thousand. And we're in the top one uh, hundred.
1: Yeah, our name well. recognition well, kind of yeah. changes.
0: It changes daily, but after we release for like the the, the first week, we're we're within the first the the top hundred. So it's pretty awesome. That's spectacular. It's great. Yeah, and it's, spectacular. it's
1: all because of the branding of the of all of the things being something corner. It's
0: it's, it's because Chris Whitlock is the host.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, for I took a marketing class in like 11th grade so i know how to handle all this stuff so we're all good so
2: should we get to it, gentlemen?
0: yes like, like josh, right, so. is, josh is like can you guys shut up yeah. and get to the uh cards <laughs> yeah i'm, well, I'm if, I know,
2: josh you know this stuff so i'll be interested in your view on some of these but sure. so i i t- like i said i took a little different approach because there was a lot of different ways that i could have approached this and so instead of doing Top 15 and then top 15 for that is just too much. Um, I also didn't limit myself to just March, right? I just look back on eBay, whatever had been sold within the last 90 days. Well, going forward, I think we'll focus on a monthly basis. But since I was kind of coming out of the box, that was a way to do it. Now, I've also seen Chris, like the Darth Maul, for instance. And I think, you know, the last episode before that, we had two Skeletors, if I recall. Um, you know, when I was looking at these, you could, I could have done 87 flare basketball 15 times, right? right? And it just didn't make sense to do the same thing three times. It was just kind of boring. Um, so what I did is, you know, if there was multiple sales, I talked about the range, um, and just took the highest priced one, um, the first time I saw it. So, um, without further ado, here is the inaugural. (laughs) I don't know what the hell we're going to call this thing. Market Watch Investor's Corner Wax and packs Dingy <laughs> Madoodle. All right. Here we go. All right. Here Katie we go. Market
0: Watch. All right. Number <laughs> So, copyright. <laughs> this
2: is the top 10 sports related full boxes. All right? Number 10 on the list, I loved I love this growing up, right? This is one of my favorite things. It's a 1985 Tops WWF pro wrestling stars, whack packs box. Now this is for two boxes, two raw boxes. When I say raw boxes, I mentioned kind of the third party authentication. You'll see that come up a little bit more and I'll I'll talk about what that means, but this was not one, but two boxes that sold for 13,000. Right? So that's for, I was, I was very surprised that um, wrestling cards go for this much money, but really really high. So, what I've done with some of these, now, you know, for those that collect this stuff, you'll see the highest value boxes tend to be due to whatever the key cards are in that box, right? And you know, we'll get we'll get to an 86 Fleer later on in the in in the run. Um but the, you know, that's based on the fact that a Michael Jordan rookie card coming from that box is can sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars so that's gonna that's gonna guide the sales of that box
1: also spud webs rookie i'm sure that drives that price up <laughs>
2: spud <little> yeah <laughs> you, well, you have a fit so you have an affinity for spud web huh?
1: well some of us short people you know it's like yeah. this space for rent i get it it's like that's right
2: yeah. that's right so um in in this particular box i just lost my list here it is so in this particular box the the prime one which should surprise no one is the hulk hogan number one um and Recent eBay sales. The top sale um, was in the, around thirty-eight hundred bucks for a PSA nine. I didn't find any PSA tens. For those of you who don't know, PSA is I mentioned them before is the only other company that that grades and slabs um, packs. Obviously, they're they're known for their card grading above all else. Um, you know, if I had found a PSA ten you know, probably would have been in the 10,000 plus range. I I think one
1: sold in the 40,000 range. 40. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I know. Yeah.
2: Well, and that's actually one thing that, that struck me about this list generally before we go through it is, you know, we talk about toys and that's our primary business. As we, as we get into this new line, maybe someday this will be the primary business. Who knows? Who knows where this will take us, but you know, the values on these boxes are well beyond. I mean, this is, yeah. 13,000 is the, is number
1: 10. Yeah. To- toys are cheap. Yeah. This beat that your, your, your number 50, your number 10 beat all the toys, right. <laughs> right? right?
2: That's, that's a very interesting thing to note. So, yeah. um, all right. So that's number 10, number nine. This is pretty cool. I actually like the way that this box is set up to, you know, again, you, you folks will be able to see the pictures, uh, when, when this comes out and video, um, is a 1976 tops, football wax po- box as opposed to the a lot of the boxes that are square this is a rectangle yep. just really cool artwork on it i think you know I, th- that's another thing that strikes me about how awesome some of these boxes look and that's why there's people that collect full boxes like this well that's um, why
1: we're going to grade them and that's one so it's one thing i yeah. don't know that we've touched on is that nobody grades boxes period yep.
2: nobody grades boxes so and, and
1: the there was a company. Right. There was
2: a company, um, GAI, and I, I I forgot what the the GAI stands for. They they're, they're now. Def-
4: authentic, something, yeah, guess, something
2: yeah. yeah. There you go. Now they they used to they would grade boxes as well. You you'll find a few of them here and there. Yep. But what what they did it was like almost like a a a, a more rigid plastic, but. You like, know would they you stamped buy a it. In,
4: like, right. That's
2: exactly right. You yeah, can't leave the
1: store with this without having to get it, you know, right. open up.
4: Yeah, exactly. You can use it to cut it out. Right. And, right.
2: Um, but they're they're defunct, and you know the way that they did their casing, the you know the the box would be here, and then the case would come out to here. It was just and very was unruly.
4: The like the, the larger part was the top, and the, the box is actually below. It was yeah. Either, uh, yeah. It looks.
2: It looked really really unsightly. Um, To be honest with you, and I can make fun of them now because they're bankrupt. So screw those guys. Um,
1: well, guys, you know, rest in peace.
2: Yes, may may that company rest in peace. You're right, but don't, but we don't are boys of the dead. Don't put, don't talk right. bad of the dead.
1: But we are really poised for this. This market is a CAS market just waiting to happen. Anyways, you know.
2: I, I'm very enthusiastic yeah. about it. I mean, we got a lot of work to do. I think the to be honest with you, the big obstacle that we have is that people are going to be like CA who. Right. A lot of the guys that collect this stuff won't know us. Um, Some will, some will, right. but, you
4: know, but that's you why name, you, you see people drive truckloads of stuff, you know, to baseball card exchange. Yeah. Just because they're the only player, you know, one of the few. Players. They're the
1: big one. They're the, right. they're the PSA the of the authentication. authentication. So, yeah.
4: so as yeah. long as you get out there and, you know, people know CAS puts it in an awesome case. So what done we've
2: done, you. what we've done, you know, I, I think we talked, to, I talked to you about sending stuff. I don't recall if you sent stuff in I Josh did. or, I yeah, did. you did. You did. So we got people that I, you know, I personally really like and I think are looked looked up to in, in that hobby Um, except for you, Josh. I don't know that anyone looks up to you, yes. but <laughs> you know, a bunch of guys that will, that will help us and give us feedback. And um, you know, the people look up to like you, obviously I'm kidding. Um, And you know, we'll, hopefully they like us and them alone kind of will help promote us. So that's kind of the plan, Um, you know, to get buy-in from people that are really well-respected and hopefully that will help us. So, um, and, you know, hopefully we'll provide a good service to them above all else. So, Anyway, back to the 76 Tops football wax box. The the big one on this, this is Walter Payton's rookie card. Yes. Um, and again, some of these some of these prices that these individual cards are getting are just bananas. It's in a different stratosphere. Yep. It's not certainly it's not something that I would ever be able to approach buying, but a PSA 10 Walter Payton rookie card, there was a bunch of sales. The top sale was 80,000. Yeah. And just the amazing <laughs> difference in a PSA 10 versus a 9. A nine jumps down to 15,000. So a $65,000 difference mm-hmm. for, you know, for something that you cannot tell with your eyes.
1: And that's the crazy thing about wax, about, you know, wax stuff, especially from that generation is that like tens are rare, right? Yep. They are like, they're not manufactured rare. They are right, just right, rare. Right. Everything's right.
4: either off center or it was by the gum or it's by yeah, the wax, wax on the top. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's so many things that could be wrong. That there's only. It, don't buy that box thinking you're going to pull a 10. Right. Yeah, yeah th- that's the thing. I
1: mean, like, you could get one that was, you know, right in the center of the pack so it doesn't have gum and it doesn't yep. have wax, and then that thing could have, like, 80, 20 centering. Yep. I just, you know, it's just... Or, or a totally rough cut. Or, or a huge print mark on it. I mean, yep. like, there's just so much that could go wrong with yep. those things. It's it's crazy.
2: So. All right, so so moving on, the next one on the list is uh, 1974 Topps Baseball Wax Box. Which sold for a whopping seventeen thousand. Actually, I don't even think, think I said did I say the price of the last one? I think uh, I did. I'm not
1: sure. Fifteen thousand one hundred
2: was the seventy-six. Right. I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> I've been rolling through it. seventy-four <laughs> tops baseball wax box sold for seventeen thousand seven fifty. So this is the first one on our list that is uh, baseball card exchange wrapped. And what that means, you know, Josh was alluding to it before. There's a company who's the you know, the preeminent box authenticator um they also have a service for racks pack rack packs as well which is what what chris previously showed um you know very well-known guy named steve hart that runs their operation very well respected the top place when it comes to this stuff um you know you can you can give a box to him what he does is he confirms that all the packs within the box or legitimate, not resealed, not tampered with, um, that you know that you're getting an unsearched, perfectly legitimate, full well, box with full packs?
4: Not necessarily unsearched. So from- a, Not unsearched? No. So he's just saying that those packs within that box belong to that series, to that box, they're sealed. If it's okay. from, a, from a sealed factory case, that's yeah. when you know they're unsearched. So you're so saying he's not he's
2: not con, he's not confirming that the wax no, packs have no not way, been opened. No,
4: they're, yeah, that they're, they're not open. Oh, you mean searched? I mean, like, let us say you bought a, a rack pack a box.
2: Okay, so no, no, no no, 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 I could go through
4: search, pull all the ones with and the stars, you, yeah, put all no. non-star ones.
2: I was saying I was saying that the wax packs are I still still
4: sealed. sealed, right, right, yeah. unsearched because. People press them. They press yeah. the tops to make sure the star isn't on the top or the right, back. Right right. right, 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 right. So so he's not saying those original 36 packs. There's, no, There's no way he that's could do
2: that. There's no way he could do that. That's why he doesn't do it because he can't. Yeah.
1: Well, right.
4: so actually I've seen with the 86 FLIR box
1: is that yep. what people will do is if they're buying it, they want to have good distribution of stickers on the back. Yep. So that's one thing they look for um, because b- the thing is if you – the, the eighty-six Fleer was um, very well known that their patterns are They're, almost unbreakable. Yeah, right. so if you yeah. like look on the top and there's a, any one of like four or five players, you know you got a Jordan in that pack.
4: Yep. Exactly. So Interesting. That's, yeah. Right. So, well, so then, you know,
2: and that's that's part of the, some of some of the guys that were going to work with on the authentic, authentication, know that allocation right. of yeah. cards perfectly. So can help us authenticate something. You know, if there's a there's a particular rookie card. Well, I'm trying to think the right example. Anyway, they'll, they'll be on, on tougher authentications based on the way yeah. that the allocation goes. Right. They can look at a cello pack and say, you know, that's good. Oh, that's yeah. not good.
1: Yeah. Well, even like, so 75 tops, George Brett, for example, um, he's not, he can never be on top of a cello exactly. pack.
3: Exactly. Right.
1: So that's one that, that's right. known and there are ones that are out there. And so like PSA has had graded those in the past and now yep. similar to like with with all the weapons and, and stuff like that for the action figures is people are saying look we've opened up you know two thousand of these cello cases or however many yep. we have never seen a george brett the way he fell on on the um on the, the, the sheet. uncut sheet yep. yeah and the way it was collated you'll never see that yep, yep. and that is you know it's, it's cool that that information is out there yeah you know? even
4: some years they know like which cell in a rack pack you can get certain stars and not
1: isn't that crazy. Yeah, it's and, awesome. And
4: and a lot of the sets were done on like sheets abc uh A B C and D or A B C D and E. And you could actually know like which cards from which sheet should be, you know, either oh. on the top, the bottom, et cetera. Wow. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy the there's a lot of science there. behind this yep. stuff now. Yeah.
1: Hmm. So
2: Um so just just to just to wrap that up. you know, we talked about the baseball card exchange. You'll see that more throughout the list. Um, this you know again, this one sold for seventeen thousand seven fifty the The big card in this one is a Dave Winfield rookie card um yeah. the top the top sale. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah,
0: favorite—that's my childhood hero right there.
2: Well, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get into that in a second. I'd be interested in your view. The the top sale for the Dave Winfield rookie card—he was with the Padres on and during his rookie year—was mm-hmm. um, yeah. forty three thousand six hundred, and then a PSA nine jumps down to twenty five hundred, just a huge mm-hmm. margin. Now, my you know my thought on that, and then I'll turn it over to you, Anthony. I was even surprised that a Dave Winfield rookie card would get. Forty-three thousand, right? Like Dave Winfield is—I can't recall—is he a Hall of Famer? Oh, def,
0: uh, he's a Hall, yes. Famer? He a Hall of Famer. He's uh, a Hall of Famer. I'm gonna say I just looked up the other day because someone challenged me that he was not. I think I think he got inducted 2001. If Chris LaMonica is watching this and I got it wrong, I'm sorry. It's 2001, or two, he got inducted. Okay. Hands down. Yeah, but, but but even then,
2: he, he, look, Dave Winfield was a good baseball player, good enough to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. The fact that one of his cards would go for forty three thousand, it's just it blows my but mind. He's yeah. not, I, he's not I an all time great. He's not anything I, close yeah, to that.
0: Absolutely, but I think it's, I think it's because he's a Yankee. He spent most of his career as a Yankee, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and he's a Hall of Famer. And there's got to be Dave Winfield collectors and, and only a, a PSA ten. 10 yeah, I was gonna say a PSA ten is probably extremely rare. Right. One of my best friends is a uh Derek Jeter and Mariano Rivera baseball card collector, and the stuff that he pulls out and what he tells me they're worth, I cannot see. Oh, we're gonna save. get to there's stupid. a Jeter on the oh, list. Oh my god, there's a, oh, je- I there's saw a that. Jeter. There's a and Jeter there's, on the list. And there's buddy. you know there's like you know PSA 10, one of ones twenty grand. I'm like, how? Do- for a car, I, I just yeah. can't believe it. So I can definitely believe that a, a Dave Winfield ten rookie card is is that much. I still don't yeah. believe
2: it.
3: Still don't <laughs> believe it.
1: <laughs> so, incidentally, I did the math really quick, and, and you know maybe you see me looking down at my phone, but four hundred ninety three dollars a pack.
3: <clears throat> wow. is a- interesting.
0: So I I have a question. As a listen, I have baseball cards from when I was a kid. My my kids are doing it now, but I don't know. You guys obviously know way more about this than I do. But I'm looking at this. You'll know. I'm gonna learn. (laughs) But I'm looking at this. So, and we'll get into it. But I'm looking at, for example, like you know, let's take this this Dave Winfield example. Like let's take take it. Let's let's do it. There's a there's a 1974 Topps baseball wax box. Right. It's, It's it's 18 grand. The person buying this, are they are they gambling? <clears throat> are they gambling that there is For going that to price? be? No, a, they're going to keep it. They're not it, opening it. No. Yeah. Well, right. the so be I'm open. like, but I'm saying, like, are they doing it because they know that there is possibly a Dave Winfield in there? Or we looked nope. at that. Uh, no. Or but you're never going to open it up to find it never. out. But it's just, no. uh is it like a law of averages that perhaps there may be? Doesn't so matter what's in
4: it. It's, it's worth it. You're, you're buying. Okay. It's okay. So it's not. It's not Here's because the only thing, thing that you open.
2: Here's the only thing that you open. I'll show you. I actually bought. Can I, can I? Am I allowed to swear on this? Uh, on this <laughs> She'll podcast, beep you out. I have.
0: I have a beep audio
1: file I can put in there. Are, are you so talking bought, about the '89
2: yeah. stuff? Let's do it. I bought. I bought a baseball card exchange. Oh,
1: that's what got me into cards. I there. bought a baseball card
2: exchange. Yep. Sorry, 1989 Fleer, right? Then this was a hundred bucks or something like that. Just nothing crazy. There was the Bill Ripkin. Billy Ripkin, Bill Ripkin or Billy Ripkin? Billy Ripkin. Billy yeah, Ripkin. Yeah. Fuckface. Yep. Uh <laughs> error on the on the batch. Do you remember that one, Anthony? Yep, you my know son just yeah,
4: yeah.
3: one. Did he really?
4: Yep. It's awesome. I have a picture of him holding it. He's awesome. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> so this is the, the you no know, again, people that know this stuff know the code for this one. Yep. I the code is I can't remember where, where it is on the box. But anyway, they know the code that this is the error box. Yep. Right. So I bought it for hundred bucks. I fully plan on opening it with my son to find the fuckface, right? I I can't wait. I can't wait. I I pulled one. I
1: pulled one in 1989, and that's what got me into collecting. It was huge.
4: My parents buying them for ninety dollars a box back then, and they thought it was nuts. Yeah, I, I,
1: I I, I opened it up. I, I was, I was my mom worked next to a party store and I bought the box and party store. I'm in her van. I'm opening up the pack. And when I got it, I ran into the party store and like, I was like an instant celebrity, right? Everybody's there. It's like, Oh my God, he got one. This is and like, like that was a, such a rush. Yeah. I mean, I remember that. So
2: I, I might not be in a good place if I ripped that whole box and there's not one, one there. Get, one. You think you think it's pretty certain? Had really good
1: collation. Yeah, so it was a
4: 660 one. card set. Yeah. Right. Well, is it, is it from a factory sealed case or no? The bottom. The, uh, it over, say it yeah,
2: right. you're right. You're right. You're right. No, it's not. Uh it's you A yeah, it S C'll yeah, yeah. yeah. oh, yeah, get, get one. It's from a seal case in February of twenty twenty one. Interesting.
4: Yeah. Oh, there's there's it's... thousands of seal cases out
1: there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people yeah. held on to that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying it's a
2: recent recent. Yeah, you'll,
1: get one. you'll get one. Incidentally, you talk about people not opening old stuff. There's um a YouTuber named Jabs, who's a really big and he opened up a box of nineteen seventy two top oh peachy. Oh. And um and every single one of them, the gum yep. leaked all over all that. the cards, and they were destroyed.
4: All oh. Pink. Yep. They were all stuck together. They were all pink. Uh. So you were asking, would anybody open? There are people that will open it or sell shares. So you know, if there's 24 packs in that vintage box, I will sell shares at $500 a share, and you'll get pack number one, pack number two, pack number three. I'll open it up live and then mail you your cards.
1: Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, a wow. it,
2: it's a lot of fun. It's, I mean, oh, but you
4: blast. know what it is? It. it is straight oh, up I've gambling it. Yeah. Yeah. straight all up Yeah. Well, that, well,
3: that's straight what I was
0: alluding to is, you know, there, there are these sought after cards that could possibly be in those boxes. Are you buying it, banking on that? There's a chance that you'll get that Michael Jordan rookie or the. Uh,
4: that's more modern. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the odds in that box, you're going to get two. three to four. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, two it, yeah, yeah. in a box. You don't know the condition. They they could be you know sixes yeah. sevens straight gotcha. out of the pack, right? Yeah, so. It's
2: an ex- it's an extremely interesting dynamic, and I, oh, I yeah, you know. Um, all right, let's just, let's keep getting through this list.
1: All
2: right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, no, no. This is a great discussion. Um, the next one on the list is a seventy-two to seventy-three tops basketball wax box, which sold for eighteen thousand two hundred American dollars. This one is also baseball card exchange wrapped um the big ones in this box are the dr j julius irving rookie card the top sale i was able to find on ebay was only a psa eight but even at an eight was a seven thousand seven hundred fifty dollar card wow. so you can imagine a nine is probably four times that and at least and 10. it and it and a 10 is you know 50 times i don't know maybe it's,
1: it's probably nearing a hundred thousand dollar card basketball is yeah. on friggin' fire right now
2: yeah so. unbelievable um, and then another top card that I found on there, you know, obviously it's not his, not his rookie card or anything close, but a Kareem Kareem Abdul Jabbar at PSA nine was, you know, forty five hundred dollar card. And you know, it's a,
1: not early because his name's Kareem.
2: Right. Exactly. It was. I think. Yeah, he was a few Lewis years syndrome, into his career. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna get to your boy here on the next one, Anthony. A uh. 19, 1993... SP baseball wax hobby box. Um, Josh, do you know the difference? I, 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 you know, I should have looked it up before. Yeah. The hobby box versus a uh, so, you know, just a regular uh, box.
4: Modern, that year, I don't know the difference. Okay. Uh, so the Oftentimes, have different you know rates of, of getting hits. Like you, you okay. have Like
1: a hobby box may have like two guaranteed inserts for, right, or two exactly. guaranteed autographs,
4: for example. But I don't know the actual difference for that '93 box at all. Okay.
2: Okay. Um, but anyway, this, this one was produced. It was 18,500 for something in the 90s. I was surprised at that. Yeah. Um, you know, because you, you think of like the junk wax era, you know, late <laughs> that 80s, is the early heart 90s. Of it. That is the know? heart of junk wax. So I was, yeah, I was really surprised that that there- hit it that high of a number. Um, you know, this one is not baseball card exchange wrapped. This is the factory sealed cellophane. Yes. Um, and the top card in that one is, is, uh, your boy, mm-hmm. Anthony Derek Jeter. The, the captain top, exactly no I, I was very disappointed not to be able to find a psa 10 for that yeah. but a beckett so you know we didn't talk about beckett yet beckett grading service um beckett is the company that used to put out the uh, monthly magazines yep. with the with the pricing the beckett mm-hmm. beckett baseball card monthly <laughs> what what the hell is the name of it again
1: bgs oh no that, no, no. Beckett, oh, beckett baseball card monthly Beckett hockey yeah. card yeah. monthly they had it they oh, were still in the yeah yep. and they, they were like the you Every know, week, one would come out, and you'd have to be at the that car shop that day. They it would was great. They awesome. You know, uh, Beckett—he's uh, Beckett, got a daily podcast.
0: It's like it's Dr. literally James like Beckett. Yeah, so, it's, it's literally like ten so. minutes long. I know this because my son's second grade teacher is a huge, He's it's like a pretty well known car collector. He's been interviewed on it twice. Oh, uh, cool yeah mr o'keefe i mean
2: it's and, no uh, passion for collecting but oh, he man, probably does you know. a nice job
1: <laughs> i mean you know 10 minutes like we're like three hours like like really you have no stamina at well, all well that's right. because
0: dr beckett hosts that and chris whitlock hosts this so yeah, you know so that's the difference right there B uh, chris
2: whitlock B so uh, the top card as i was saying is that I couldn't find a PSA 10 which was disappointing but the Beckett 9.5 sold for 40,000 yeah. and the PSA 9 was 35,000 so maybe yeah maybe You're maybe a 10 should be 100,000 plus I think that's easily where you are, maybe yeah. 150 I, think so. I mean I that's,
0: think that's where you are Oh my god that's just bonkers to me
1: and that's just, <laughs> is, is that a I'm thinking base like card? who's
0: who's buying this is what I'm saying to myself like what
1: I listened to, and it's a guy that, you know, you and I did that. Um, and hopefully we end up doing work for him. Um, there is a YouTuber named Chris soul and he does high rollers. He does, um, you know, modern vintage, whatever. And, um, you know, it's, it's amazing what these things sell for. And, and like, cause me like a hundred thousand dollars would pay off a good old chunk of my house and I would love to get, (laughs) if I had one, I'd sell. Sell, sell, sell! Because.
2: <laughs> but, but again, I'm just saying, a hundred thousand is definitely a lot of money. That I think the issue to me mm. in this one is that this is from a time that there should be. There's a lot of these out there. Oh yeah. A lot of them out there. So right? my, why why is that going for a hundred thousand dollars for a ten?
1: Who he is, and but the thing right. is, is that like like there are parallels. But it's not
2: rare. It's not rare, is my point. And there's well, there, got to be a lot of PSA ten
0: condition ones like that. And I, I think
3: the, a lot uh, of this is.
1: You can't demand.
0: Demand, demand is probably higher. Yeah. I think, like, like we live well, we've lived at least I've lived in the action figure world. I feel like the sports world is just a higher demand, you yep. know, and that's it's why just more it's just numbers, a, it's, it's and, a yeah. numbers game. And,
1: and PSA yeah. and all that, they protect those cards. So, like, I, I showed a guy, um, I showed this guy a video yesterday. There's a video where a guy submitted uh, 50 or so Ken Griffey Jr., 89 upper deck rookies, right? <laughs> an upper deck like this is a you know they were nice the packs are nice and the cards came out really nice do you know out of the fifty-one he got one ten? He got a stack of sixes, a stack of fives, because they were going by by hologram centering and hologram condition, and and, and those cards are very very condition sensitive, and that set and and PSA protects that. you don't want ten million tens. So right. they found some standard by which they're so people talk about what, like nine ten ratios, and that has really poor nine ten ratios because tens are very hard to find. But so,
3: hmm.
4: yeah, Rick, Ricky Henderson, nineteen eighty. Yeah, that's huh. another one. But but that one is there, there's something going on with that because there's no other card in the set that has that same nine ten. Not ratio. even close. Yeah. yeah. Even cards on different sheets in the same place have better nine ten ratios. So right. There's something weird going on with that. There were t- ten
2: a ten a ten Ricky Hendersons with
3: two
1: hundred plus. Exist. It doesn't there, exist. there's not. There's not oh,
4: any. There, there are three of them. There's yeah, like three.
2: 100%. 100%. Some someone, like there here. was a, there was an advertisement somewhere to buy a share. Yeah. Yeah, buy a yeah. share in that card. They yeah. like set up a corporation. Yeah,
4: well, it's cool. that you can, <laughs> yeah, you you buy, can shares, buy a share. on cards. Yeah. and then you vote it's, to sell it when you get an offer. The world has lost its mind. <laughs> the world has lost its mind when you
2: can own a share in a company that all it is is a Ricky Henderson card. Lost its mind.
1: Yeah, <laughs> here we are.
2: Lost its mind. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right. It's crazy. Before crazy, before
2: crazy. I, I before I end it here, I, let's let's keep moving. <laughs> Let's keep moving. All right, so this one
1: is <laughs> it's the awesome. craziest
2: thing I've ever seen in my entire life, right? So we have here, and I, I'm like, we we talk about the owning shares in the Ricky Henderson Corporation. <laughs> this made literally drives me insane, okay? <laughs> this, for $22,000, some imbecile paid $22,000. 000- for 432, 1986, oh. clear NBA basketball wax. Sorry, wax packs wrappers. <laughs> the
0: wrappers. I, the I goddamn wrappers. On oh, really? The goddamn wrappers. Oh, I rappers. missed that. I thought it was like wax, like like pack, like the, the cards in them. The god. I missed that. Wow. That, that's fifty dollars a wrapper.
1: Yep. The fifty dollars a wrapper.
2: Okay, so you just, I, speci- you just Let me specified. tell you all the reasons why I hate this real quick. Okay? <laughs> First of all, it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Number one, let's just start right there. Number two, <laughs> this is clearly someone is buying this to fool people. It's it's oh, fraud. Yeah.
1: No, these sell. No, no. So much re- they, someone
2: is gonna re- is going to wrap these and sell them. Oh,
1: Even okay. It's you, on you're on saying it, for okay. sell them
4: at the flea markets, at local card yes. shows, it, yes. it, it's all right. right. Okay. Yeah. This is
2: going to be I, used for fraud. Yep, agreed.
4: Because
1: I, I, I have it. seen rappers mm. sell, you know, but maybe well, that's maybe that's why. Yeah, but, but somebody buying that
4: many.
0: There. Uh, I have been paying attention. You guys talking eighty six Fleer NBA is like the the top. Hold on, right? Now, we'll, right? we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll uh, get I'm there. just saying, like that is like yes, yeah. all the rage right now, right? That's well, the Tom Brady. We already there. That's, that's already a Tom there. Brady yeah, of, of, See, of sports card boxes. I pay attention sometimes. Yeah
2: there there is one full box on our list uh i won't tell you where it is but anyone that is listening probably knows where it is I already blew it didn't i, I already blew it so this is, yeah this is to me this is the real like head scratcher on the list but you know people are <laughs> buying shares in a ricky henderson corporation so what the hell do i know <laughs>
1: uh.
2: Um, all right, so th- this one is really cool. I this might be my favorite on the list, it's pretty awesome. This is 1980 to 81 tops basketball wax box, went for $55,000. Which, again, just the numbers we're throwing out here are just nuts. Yeah. This one is also baseball card exchange wrapped. Now, the big guy in this one is if, if you recall, the thing about these cards, it was Three cards in a row, like three little mini cards you could break apart. You could break apart. You know, the big one was um, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson rookie card with Dr. J in the middle. Just an iconic card to beat all iconic cards. Unfortunately, the the highest grade I could find was a PSA 8, which was 15,000, which again probably projects to 100,000 plus or so, a oh, PSA eight, sorry, a hundred thousand plus for a PSA 10.
1: Those were nearing 10 or a hundred thousand and they've kind of softened a little yeah. bit. Okay.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: But, but that is a very, like that card was designed to be destroyed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like more so than anything else. I mean, the whole point of that, Phil, if you've never seen that card folks is it was basically a regular size card that you could bend and, and perforate and tear apart. Yeah. Yeah. the idea was you'd, you'd had three mini cards all in one. That was the idea. Right. So how many people <laughs> took these cards that are now, you know, 80, 90 grand and, you know, separated them out and said,
4: look what I got. I got a whole yeah. stack of. Yeah. I just want the Larry Bird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll trade <laughs> you. So, so for.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. So-,
2: so, you know, in this one, and as I said, it kind of at the outset, there was a lot of sales for for this particular box. Not this yeah. one in particular, but the 88 to 81 tops basketball box. popular uh, box pretty you know for the for that reason because of the, the how iconic that one card is um and it was just you know just before the junk wax era yep. um people were starting to keep these and they were starting to be more produced than they were in the 70s um so you know th- this one was for fifty five thousand. There was a lot of other sales in the forty or thousand or so range. Uh, this box in particular, I think, is a really nice one. Um, but again, what, you know, no one is really grading the condition of the boxes, right? So, um, I you know, I think Chris has said this. So I'll let you say it. What your views about what the grading will add to the box?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, because think about it is that, like, that box sold for 55000 Now, we'll call it 55000 raw, right? Now, right. if that box is a CAS 9.0, I mean, you know, like, that now is We're a We're not qualifier. using decimal
2: points. We don't use decimal points. So
1: it's just a 9?
0: Just a 9. Yep. Get All it right. right, Chris. Come on, yeah.
1: Man. Right. Well, I'm a machinist. I got to put the point 0 or, they, or the decimal <laughs> goes there, to the other there's side. There's
2: no so. half <laughs> grades? What's that? No, no half, half grades? grades. Okay. No half grades. So it, it'll be a, a 9. Yep,
1: sorry. But because so, th- that box sold for fifty five thousand, that could be a five. Right? So yes. now you're gonna now there's gonna be qualifiers put on here. It's like, you know, like if you're interested in buying a box, but you know, I'm gonna pass on the four, I'm gonna wait for a nine to pop up or something like that. It's gonna create a market. Yep. You know, and and, and these some of these boxes were in we're in terrible condition because we were talking about this before, um, on a different, on a different show, but, um, they would take, and they would, if, if these were overstocked, they would mark, they would mark up the top of these boxes. So, well, that's kind of, you know, that may make that a four or a five. And if you're going to spend $55,000, maybe that's a $55,000 box But the $90,000 box is going to be one that's pristine. So it's, it's going to be a whole new market for it. I, I'm so excited from this. I, I actually, I went to a baseball card show today. <laughs> um before the show actually and um you know there's a premium for stuff that's right out of factory cases and for things that look nice yep. but there's no there's no um standardization to that and, in and once
4: market. once i grab that out of that case that i paid the guy it's no longer from a sealed case like right. the right. next person i sell that to right it's just another box right yeah right yeah so yeah it's right there's it's... no way to, to keep that that grade with it but if you had if if we were
1: if we did it if it came to us as a sealed case then we could put fasc designation on it so
2: all right so next one on the list um 2000 again this is you know modern well i guess yeah you would definitely call this modern 2003 to 04 tops chrome basketball factory sealed box this is where you know if you look at modern cars now, there's all these different chrome things and Panini does, does all this, you know, different borders and stuff like that. I think that's around the time that they might have started just doing that. Um, this is a factory cellophane sealed, not baseball card exchange. um Fifty six thousand dollars. No PWCC. This is a PWCC auction. Yep. You know, and I'll mention some of their auctions later. It seems like. You know, they, they, they're they the big name in this space or one of the big names of the space. Their auctions just go bananas from what I've seen. They get higher prices than a lot of people do. Um, uh, you know, I don't know if you know anything about them, Josh, or have oh, watched yeah, their sales.
4: Yeah, I, I, I bought from them on eBay a lot. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, it, 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 do you? why do you think there's a premium attached to their stuff? It's just, you know, it's
3: good? or Yeah.
4: I, I think it's all in one spot too. So well, yeah. I'm somebody that like, I like buying a lot from one person at a time. And yes. like, they'll have auctions that run, you know, they'll do like 1880 to like 1921 night. And then they'll do 1920 to 1940 the next night. So I can focus on what cards I want to buy that night. And I yeah. only have to go so, to one seller. There's a whole yeah.
1: other. There's a whole other reason, and I just found this out last week. So, um, PWCC also runs a vault. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I bought. Um, I actually bought two cards from them last week, um, and uh, I had the option. I didn't take yep. it. I've but never they, done it. Yeah, yeah I, you, you have the option of letting them keep it. What? So and then, yeah, so it stays in their vault and, and, you don't and pay,
2: they start a corporation where people can buy shares,
1: well, you don't pay, you don't pay sales tax, no sales, tax. you don't pay shipping. On. So especially if you're buying a high end item and you don't pay sales tax on it. Right. So yeah. then they keep it in their vault. Now the item goes up you can say, okay, we, I want to sell that. And they put it in their auction and their stuff always gets more because well, people
4: don't have to pay sales tax. If you, they keep you also it in their vault. don't even have to sell it. You can just request it to be shipped to you later and they'll pay sales tax. Oh, really? Yes. Oh,
1: crap. I wish I would have known that. I would have waited a couple
4: weeks. (laughs) Well, that's not really legal, per se, I guess. Balls. So, hold on, if you wait You can also buy things from other places and have it shipped to your vault there so that you can sell it. Yeah, it's,
1: it's basically like they're a one stop shop. So, yep. you know, if you're if you're an investor and you don't need to, to see these cards, you know, yep. you're, it's like you say, okay, look, you know, I, I have a feeling that, uh, you know, for me, Matthew Stafford, yep. right? I'm like, I'm going all in on him. I think that, you know, him being traded is gonna have a really big effect. But I'm not getting attached to any of these things my idea is they go up i'm selling you're investing right?
2: in matt stafford cards oh yeah, yeah. but but you oh, just bye. buy it
4: let them keep it until all in list it in six months all in
2: on matt stafford
4: yeah, you know he has a really good career
1: and all of a sudden what's the one thing people talk about him is that he has no playoff wins now it's going to a team that you
4: know as of yeah. um, so but, i always stick with the gold standards i don't i don't speculate on people that aren't i <laughs> do well so
1: it's, that's that's my thing but but the thing is is i could have then i could have had them keep it
4: right, right. then right. i could
1: have had them sell it
4: yep
2: i just don't, I don't see the fun in that to me like i invest in i don't want to invest in collectibles i buy things that i think that i at least won't lose money on but right. I, I want to enjoy them I that's hold a, it. It.
1: yeah yeah it's you just know? but the thing is is that like okay when you go buy uh you know so many shares of a mutual fund you don't Take any, but, but oh, again, no, but I,
2: I'm not. When I buy a mutual fund, I'm buying a mutual fund, I'm not right. buying a collectible. But people, I mean, if card
1: know? investment is a huge right. thing, it's a huge thing, yeah,
2: indeed, indeed. So. All right, um, so so back to this one the, the $56,000 2003 2004 tops chrome factory basketball. Um, we talked about the PWCC, the, the big one in this one is LeBron. Right, which is a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. I, I have very mixed feelings about LeBron, but the PSA ten sales on this damn card were in the <laughs> wow. two hundred to three hundred thousand yeah. dollar range.
3: Like
2: there was a, a lot
1: of there was a, lot, a lot of PSA lot. tens. Yeah, the pop a pop PSA high. Tens. Over a thousand, I think. I mean, it's up there. Yeah. Dude, yeah.
2: two hundred to three hundred thousand dollars for LeBron. That's
1: like house money. It is, (laughs) it is buy a house. (laughs) It's
2: crazy.
1: I I wish I'd have them because I
2: sound like with the with the um, Wax and Packs Investor Market Watch Chris's Corner um, (laughs) that we're gonna be doing. Actually, that's the name. I think it's a Wax and packs ma- box, Market Watch Investors Corner Christmas Corner. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna the call longest it. title. That's what I'm going to call it. That's what
0: we ca- That's the name. It's going to be a two-hour
1: on show. One hour of it is the title. So it's...
0: <laughs> yeah, I've
2: settled
1: on a name. I've yeah. settled on a name. I think it should
0: um, also be noted that these prices are like dwarfing the toy prices, right? Dwarfing. Dwarfing. Like, yeah. Like, like number three is fifty-six grand. I mean, number three.
1: Yeah, yeah like
0: like number one was what 15 grand like this yeah. is unreal
1: yeah Star it's... Wars currency 56 grand for those of you keeping score at home is like a DT um Darth Vader minton card <laughs> I mean there's like three of those it's like, right, so
0: Star Wars snob you know yeah. like reference number bring
1: 15. it back to Star Wars even, like, find you there. There, you there there you
0: are all
2: right gentlemen we're at number two number, number two. two the next next couple are, are Fleer. Basketball, and it's going to surprise no one what number one is. But number Whoa. two is 1987 Fleer basketball, unopened whack box, sold for $80,000. This Unbelievable. one is baseball card exchange wrapped. The big, big card in this one, you know, everything is Jordan. Now, this isn't even his, his rookie card, which is just bonkers right. that nope. this is a second year uh, with Fleer. PSA ten sold anywhere from thirty 000 to fifty thousand yeah, dollars, dude.
1: That. And name any other good rookies mm. in that set. Go for it. I, like,
2: I I, I oh looked buddy. for it. I couldn't find. No I couldn't find. Brad,
1: Brad doherty or something like that was like the best guy that way back when. I don't think he ended up. You know.
2: So the the second highest card I could find was a Magic Johnson PSA ten <laughs> with a top price of seventy eight hundred bucks. Yep. Wow. Um. And but again, if you look at eBay, it was all the Jordan cars Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The 10s, nines and eights of Jordan were higher than any other card in that box. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, just a very interesting dynamic. And there was a lot of the, a lot of the 87 flares that were sold. I unfortunately I didn't track when I was doing this. I I maybe I was drinking at the time. Um <laughs> you know I, I i didn't track the other sales but there was there was quite a few 87 Flair basketballs that were sold but this $80,000 one was the top price and that leads us to um really the, the you know the crown jewel of grail? sports a grail? no it's not a grail. <laughs> don't say don't Do you dare say that you dare say that um is <laughs> 1986 fleer i i feel like this is going to be on the list as the number one every done. single time that we do it <laughs> Hey, um, unless
4: somebody throws up like a fifty-two weird tops,
1: tops or something, box. yeah, yeah,
4: fifty-two
2: tops. Forty-eight Bowman. There was that, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so maybe at some point I'll have to revisit this, or we'll start doing. You know, maybe actually, I think that's how this is probably going to go. After we do the boxes a few months in a row, I think we're going to see a lot of the same thing over and over, and yeah, make yeah. it kind Very of boring. To
3: yeah. so yeah. do it with
2: packs. That's exactly what I was going to say, Josh. Yeah. Exactly what I was going to say. Um, so this Mixed this one sold. What's that?
0: Yeah, mix it up for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Um, so yeah, for sure. On the wax and packs box market watch investors corner Chris's corner. That's what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do. Um, I gotta come up with an acronym for that at some point. Um, uh, this this bad boy sold for one hundred and ten thousand and one hundred dollars. So if you're the person that bid one hundred and ten thousand on it, you'd be very very upset that someone talked you by a hundred bucks on it. This was also a PWCC auction, obviously baseball card exchange wrap. Um The Michael Jordan rookie, the top sale I found on eBay was a PSA 10 at $456,445. There was a,
1: a gold auction. One went for $750. 750 oh yeah. they, they, they've They've eased up a little bit, but yeah. Gold Just thinking modern.
0: like who who is buying this? Like is like who is
1: buying? It's got to be
0: like you know like Jay Z is like ah oh, spend you a, million. For yeah. I've I've a million. Yeah, I'm on one. a Jordan card. Why not? <laughs> Here's the like... thing
1: like if i have seen there like like McLaren Jordan rookie. McLaren, Jordan rookie, like I'm thinking of freaking McLaren. I How mean- about like, you know, putting my kids
0: through college or the yeah. adamant. At- I so,
2: you'd be you'd yeah. be surprised though. quickly on it. I I work for Burlington Stores which is a publicly traded company and part of what I do is you know, I report the top five executives and what they what they make our ceo makes eight nine million dollars a year and some of the yeah. other executives make a million to a million a year now that's just one company burlington source there's so many public companies so yeah. a lot of these yeah. executives sure. make a lot of money there's a lot of really rich people out there a really lot is. a lot and for someone who makes you know 10 million dollars a year to shit out you know yeah. 100 grand for a box a little birthday
0: a little birthday present to myself right yeah. exactly you got, you got exactly it. yeah why not
2: so i mean it just you know, again i think we said it just how much more this stuff goes for than the toys that is our core is just crazy wow.
1: well is cfo of uh, cas like which one of these did you buy i'm just you know just... <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, yeah 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 clear yeah there you go <laughs> all
2: right so you know, we, that, that, that concludes the top 10 on the wax and packs box, market watch investors corner, Chris's corner. Um, so (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. I love that so much. I just love Uh,
1: that I'm part of it. So I'll just take it. I, it's a win for me. Well, I mean, you have have to be
2: involved in everything, Chris. Yeah.
1: I am, I am definitely an attention whore. So that's right.
2: That's right. So So what, what I did instead of doing another top 10, because it's now 1230 in the morning and I'm normally going to sleep at
1: night
2: 9.30. 9:30. So I saw I like, got to be
1: up in like 4 hours. That's all right. Actually, no I think go. I'm
2: I think I'm hallucinating right now. Yeah. You got to get up in 4 hours? Yeah.
1: I'm yeah, I'll be good. I'll be
2: good. Oh yeah. I just chose the top 3 non-sports. Now again, I think we're going to have the same issue. You're going to see the yep. same boxes every single month. So we're going to have to find another way to kind of slice this. But yeah,
1: maybe you do like some honorable mentions or just some or instead of doing a or top just say <clears throat> yeah, yeah, some some ones that you think are interesting or fun, you yeah. know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe it doesn't have to be a top one. Yeah, we can just right. kind of just do prices generally. Just yeah, yeah just yeah. a random search of it. I think that's a really good suggestion, guys. And you could always, you know, and I think we could always check in on the top ones too. Yeah, right. It'll be interesting. Like the Star Wars one has, you know, kind Out of fluctuated world. a lot, but we'll see where it is in a few months. So right. The number three on the list is a 1975 Topps Marvel comic book Heroes Wax Pack box, which sold for $5,000. That's baseball card exchange wrapped. Now, you know, some of the the other two that I found, I found specific cards that were in a very high range for PSA 10. But, you know, this one was a bunch of the different ones, not any one particular car that were right. was very high, and they were all in the 500 to $700 range. So nothing...
4: I think you're uh, buying this box because it's a rare box. not yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I, I think that makes sense. That's in line with kind of the individual cars and what they're selling versus what the box was going for. Yeah. Um So the next one, this actually... We've graded one of these under our new scale, um, it's actually the first picture of something that we've done under our new, you know, one to 10 point scale. Uh, one of my personal favorites, and I would yeah, love perfect. to own one of these, one of the, one of these days. It's a, it's a first series garbage, pail kids, wax box sold for $20,000. Now this is raw. It's not baseball card exchange. And you know, the, the thing that strikes me about that, dude, that is a lot of risk to yeah. put 20,000 for something where, you know, I think there's 36 packs, uh, in the garbage pail, kids, yep. you know, you get six of those, or five of those, or four of those that are resealed. Or, let alone twenty of them.
4: Not just resealed; they could be popped. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So, okay. what do you mean, pop? What do you mean by that? Uh,
4: the just the seals lifted. So you okay, could never right, right, right. it sealed, even yeah. if it was never right. tampered with. Yeah, if it's popped, it's not sealed.
2: Yeah, absolutely, hmm. absolutely. I mean, you would hope, you would hope that someone selling that box that. You know the, the, the packs are good. I can't recall what the auction listing said. Yeah, um, you could
1: open that box and look at that point. I guess it's not. Yeah, sealed it's, it's, it's not
2: prepared. sealed, and they weren't sealed. I don't. The the they weren't sealed. It.
4: It, the more you risk either, you know, it looking, you know, handled or popping them. So. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the the big ones on this, and actually, just to talk about it again, this was one of my favorite things to collect as a kid.
4: Yeah, they were a huge <laughs> phenomenon. Still, yeah. yeah. One of my big things, I still collect so.
2: Okay. Okay.
4: Oh,
1: right. yeah, awesome. Actually, Josh has a really cool uncut sheet,
4: right? Oh, actually, I do. I did buy a series two uncut. Well, it's the A sheet. I don't know if the guy I bought it from cut it, but I also have the B sheet. So, it's it's the uncut sheet, but they're cut by, but remember they had the puzzle backs? Mm-hmm. So, there's puzzle back was on the backs of the one, and then the regular, like, you know, little awards on the back of the other. So, I actually have the A sheet and the B sheet uncut, but... wow that's outstanding That That was was pretty cool that's
2: awesome yeah remember there was someone who said if you ever needed to get rid of one of them you might know a home for it might have a home for it so (laughs) um uh but you know the the big the big ones on on these are obviously most people will know is the nasty nick uh the top psa 10 sale that i found was twenty seven thousand five hundred, which is Pretty hefty price for a non-sports card.
1: Yeah. Did he have um, a good year that year? I mean, what drives that price? The, right, the this is it's the Nick rookie card. Right, one A.
4: That's the only reason it's there. Is it's, it's okay? 1A. So number one that's of the it. sets.
1: Yep, typically number one. So folks that are, that don't know, number one in, in sets oftentimes generate more value because um, when kids were storing them, they would often be at the front of the pack, and if they yep. were wrapped with either rubber bands or put in a shoebox, the number one card tended to take the most damage. So it's or
4: also tipping more often. Right, yeah. right.
1: So typically, it's it's a card that it, it's hard to find because of how it was stored.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So so checklists too, because sometimes people check them. So and
2: and the and then the Adam Bomb, an even higher sale, a PSA ten for thirty thousand two hundred. Um, and he's just I think that's just because he's a, iconic. And, oh, that image is yeah. yeah it's, it's really like when people think of Garbage Pail Kids, they think of As Adam first, Bomb. Yeah, yeah. Um, as you can see, his Im- the image and likeness is on on the box, and I think it was carried at least for the first three series. I think.
4: Yeah, I have the jumbo box here from series three, and, it, and he's yeah, on it. Artwork. yeah. Yeah, I think so I think they, like they stopped a series in, in series one, four. yeah,
1: yeah. Except it says series on the other ones, and series one didn't, of course, because they didn't know how many they were going to make. So right. yeah, well, and no, you know, the jumbo,
4: be- the jumbo doesn't. Oh, doesn't really. No, the jumbo, the jumbo looks. Really, it's awesome. It's a great buy. I I highly recommend buying one of these. They look awesome.
2: That's awesome. Wow!
4: Wow. That I did not know. Interesting. See,
1: things we learn.
2: Um. All right. So the the last one, the top one, which will come as no surprise to anyone, is a nineteen seventy seven top Star Wars (laughs) unopened series one wax box, which went for. $35,900. $35,900. Um, this one was baseball card exchange wrapped. Um, the the top sale that I was able to find on eBay was not the Luke Stormtrooper card, which I thought it would be. Um, what's
4: that? I would have thought so too.
2: Yeah, I thought Fair. it was that. I thought that was the top card. I mean, maybe maybe the way that I was searching eBay was wrong, but I found a Farm Boy Luke PSA 10 for went for right under $10,000, oh. which... Again, you know, a year or two years ago, the tops cards were were like if you found, 20 you know, bucks. A, a, if yeah. you had a toy find, it was like that was thrown in with it. You wouldn't <laughs> right. pay attention to it. you, if
4: pay you saw how to many it. like PSA Star Wars cards I have that I paid under $10 for like over the past couple of years, like years ago, nobody, nobody wanted them. Even 10s? Uh, I mean, handful, but no, most yeah. tens, tens are hard to like get yeah. nines. But there's, there's yeah. tens in there that, and I paid probably never paid more than $10 a card. Yeah.
2: yeah. Someone someone actually gifted me a couple years ago Han Solo 9. Yeah. There's like, well, you know, whatever. And I still have it in my collection.
1: Yeah, it's probably I'm going to sell a,
2: and get rich. I'm going to be probably, rich.
1: Probably, <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you it's a $1,500 card or something yeah, crazy like that. That's
2: crazy. That's well, I, crazy. And
1: ICC, I don't know if you heard, but, you know, I bought some wax packs. And one of them was a Star Wars. Yeah, everyone's
2: like talking about it, Chris. Everyone's the was whole talking world, about right? it. Okay, well. No, he's yeah. like, I don't know if you've heard that when yeah. I bought wax. <laughs> well, okay. So
1: so it was actually on um, Anthony and I did a live stream. So I don't know if you watch our show. Oh. But, oh, yeah. Oh. Bird, so. Um, but anyway, so I bought some packs. And one <laughs> was a Star Wars pack, but it wasn't the Series 1. Um, but it was open as, okay, it was 10 bucks, whatever. So I was like, well, it's a series one. I'm going to, uh, you know, it was already, or it wasn't a series one, but it was already open. I'm like, we may as well see what I got. And as soon as I opened it up, it was a stack of series one cards that were wrapped in the wrong way. Oh,
2: I did. I did hear this story. Yeah. The second story. one in was a Luke. You did hear the story. So yeah. the, the Luke Stormtrooper, yeah. I'm like, unreal. Ah! Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's my, that's crazy. Uh, like, that's crazy. Card. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, I hate that. I
1: hate that. <laughs> but, and you know what? So I said I was at I was at a baseball card show today, and uh, there was a guy that had a pack mm-hmm. of the series one, and they wanted eight hundred bucks for it.
2: Bonkers, eight hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, that's what it, that was the sticker price on it. God, I thought of you when I saw it because uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I know that's not what you uh, what 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 they were going for. No, <laughs> actually, of, I
2: think I you know what? I, Chris Riley actually gave me a series one pack maybe a year or two ago when I was trying to get, you know, the series yeah. one through five to have CAS do a case for it. He gave me a pack.
1: Yeah. You need a, gave he, to you it to him a beer. Cause uh, yeah. You know. yeah.
2: And,
1: and, and not like a cheap, you know, not like a Paps. You got to yeah. go like Sammy a Adam, beer, but, but again, a year two or ago two ago nothing. Yep. Yeah, right.
2: Yep. Year two is nothing. Yep. Yeah. Here's a series one pack. You want three.
1: <laughs> and they're selling, you know? they're selling. Yeah. I mean, Hakes had some, I mean, um, you know, you see I've seen them all over the place. I
2: honestly I love it. I love everything about it. I love everything about it. I think it's great. So the, you know, this this one in particular went for thirty-five thousand dollars. There was other baseball card exchange wrapped sales that ranged in the eighteen thousand to thirty thousand dollar range. There was also two raw sales in the in the seventeen thousand dollar range. So you see really the value of authentication yeah, and, and hopefully casing from CAS. Raw sales were seventeen thousand, and this one
3: went. Wow, More the, the rep ra-
2: ones went from anywhere from eighteen thousand, but most were in the thirty to thirty-five thousand dollars range. Yeah, yep. Um, And even there was there was one that just had eighteen packs with the box that sold for fifty-three hundred bucks. Yeah, Crazy. so um, really, just awesome stuff. That that concludes the Wax and Packs mm. Marks, Market Watch Investors Corner, Chris's Corner. Brought to you by Chris Whitlock. I,
0: I definitely, I definitely enjoy that more than the other uh, countdown. I'm just saying, just putting it out there. Right now, wow. if I I've had to choose one over the yeah. other, I would yeah. have to go with the uh, the the card uh, countdown. Yeah. Just saying, Chris.
1: Okay, well, just a know, I think yeah. I invented both of them. That's all right. It was, <laughs> no, I'm <it's> like...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh... so conceited. I I really I. <laughs> I, I... <laughs>
0: All right, so at the end of every episode, we like to do uh, our two
1: cents. Yes. And so so here's the thing. So this is – we'll say – our fourth podcast, but like really the third that, you know, like where we are, um, Kyle, where I was carrying the team. Yeah. yeah. Well, well. no, you you weren't there for the first one, that's all right. Um, so anyways, so the very, very first one, Anthony, um, talked about a game, a family game that you could play with family. And then, um, Ross talked about, you know, family and just, you know, living in the moment and, and, you know, it was a, you know, he's had a, excellent had a year to each other Be yeah exactly other. so um, and what i am decided to do is i'm going to talk about a road trip comedy because i'm just like in the gutter when it's so all oh, you guys have all these wonderful family things and i'm just going to go ahead and take it in um, a whole different direction so um i want to talk about the movie fanboys um this movie okay i, I watched this the other day and i still love it i'll say um a mm, little culturally inappropriate um so uh, you know it's one of those that uh eh, I, I like it, but it maybe didn't age as as well as I like, but really, really funny. So this movie came out in 2009. And 2009 is significant because it is 10 years after the release of Episode 1, Phantom Menace. Yeah. So this road trip movie is um, four guys who decide that they want to um, break into uh, Skywalker Ranch and watch Phantom Menace before it comes out. So that, that's the, the the premise here. Now... Um, the stars in it are people that like were probably a little bit more known back in the day and, um, didn't really, you don't hear much now. So it's Dan Folger, um, Jay Barshall, um, Sam Huntington, um, Chris Marquette. And the, the, the one name you're going to know, it was early in her career. It was an absolutely adorable, uh, Kristen Bell was in it. Right. So those were the main stars, but then there were cameos, right? So the cameos in this are Seth Rogen who has a friggin' hilarious, um, scene um danny trejo billy d williams william shatner as himself um carrie fisher ray park jay and silent bob so you know oh man a, that's yeah, a yeah, yeah, it's great yeah so yeah so it's not these all be, just have these like little you know kind of poppins sort of thing at one point in time and it, so uh, it's, it's not a spoiler because this has been out for quite some time but um this one one of the kids is one of the guys is sick and that's why they're they're trying to, to do this and uh he ends up in the hospital carrie fisher is a doctor and uh and she, you know he's like i just i gotta escape we gotta do this and she goes well you know here's some pills and he goes and he kisses her and she goes he goes i love you and she's like i know so-, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of that that kind of. Um, humor in there also and in and, and the some of the best parts about this there are not one but two fights between um, Star Wars and Star Trek people and that uh, that dichotomy <laughs> is explored and I absolutely love it um, at one point in time um, yeah there's a, a big uh, showdown and uh, you know so it's, it's one person makes fun of, one of the Star Trek people makes fun of um, Han Solo and they get a little bit triggered we'll call it. <laughs> So, so,
0: so where can you watch it? Is it like I don't have it on DVD? It can, is it on Netflix? Yeah, like, so, like I, actually,
1: I don't know if it's free to like, so I have, um, I, I pay, um, I get, I do YouTube Premium and it was free on YouTube Premium. Oh, or so, I don't, but I don't know if it's free to everybody or if you have to pay premium. <laughs> so, you know, or, but so I watched it for free on that, but I, I, but I don't know if it's free because I have premium or if it is a, a video you can watch on there, but it is on there. You can also, um, Probably get it on eBay for a couple bucks, but it is so full of this just very typical Star Wars, you know, lowbrow humor. Um, so if you're a Star Wars fan, you'll relate to it. Do you that like sense. Star Wars, Chris? Yeah, like coming Star back Wars to Star Wars, <laughs> <so it's laughs> the wall behind me. I mean, yeah. Star Wars shirt. I'm a little bit I'm nerded out here, right? Wow. So, um, mm. but so it, it's funny in that sense. Um, but like you know, so and it's not it, being a. a, a Sort of like a road trip movie and a teenage road trip mus- movie. Definitely not something you want to watch with the kids. Um, there's a little bit of and just plays off a little bit differently in 2009 there's a little bit of um, like one of the opening scenes like some just flat out sexual harassment that like nowadays you would never see in a movie um, and uh, some and, and typical for like 2009 there was some um, we'll yeah,
2: say, sexual harassment was very typical in 2009 yeah. Absolutely. right yeah it's why they were trying to change very it very popular right? then You know, very popular. and
1: and and, uh, and gay as a punchline which maybe isn't such, so appropriate nowadays so yeah, be aware of, of that sort of thing um, so I it's funny watching it now right and you go back and, and i i still like the movie but I, you sit there and you watch it you're like huh okay well that's not you know different times you know so uh but so in that sort of sense maybe it's also a period piece but uh but f- funny and
2: uh so the upshot is we should all go watch films
1: <laughs> I, I i it's you still should watch it just understand that, you know, if you say, well, Chris made this recommendation, maybe he, you know, associates it. I don't necessarily, but because I was watching, I'm like, huh, okay, that would not be done in 2021. Uh, so be aware. You
2: so you, you're saying you're not promoting sexual harassment or homophobia at all, not right? At all. That's yeah. not your bag. No. On the not your bag. Right yeah, just, I just want to right. we yeah. clarify yeah. it. Yeah,
1: yeah. So for all the Chris
2: Whitlock fans out there, yeah, it's
1: like, whoa, Chris is really terrible. Yeah. I'm not don't, that terrible. Don't
3: yeah.
0: cancel Chris. Don't, yeah. can, don't
3: cancel Chris. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, if, if I was canceled, like, like two people would know about it. One of them is me, and the other one is probably also me. But you know, I would probably just never know. But um, but you we know, it's, cancel
2: it's, Chris shirts now. Yeah, there you Canada go. Christmas. Like the
1: Chris Busters, right? It would be like <laughs> great. Um, but so that's, that's mine. So, you know, some, some people come in with like highbrow, my two cents and my two cents is, uh, not it's a so good,
0: much. it's a good suggestion.
1: It's funny. If you want to watch yeah. it's like a movie.
0: That's I'm going I'm kinda... to wa- watch it now. I mean, I've yeah, never it's... seen it, so I'm, I'm going to watch it now. It.
1: I'm so, more yeah. interested in
2: 2009's view on sexual harassment. I don't remember that scene. Right. So, yeah.
4: you, so you won't, so because it's one like, of those watch it, in 2009, right? Yeah. And now when you're watching you're like,
1: huh okay weird (laughs) Mm. let's just say there are some jedi mind tricks and trying to like you know work it into uh you know coercing somebody Mm. to do something that they otherwise weren't interested in doing
3: Mm.
1: so yes but that should end our podcast and i would like to thank you for listening um josh thank you for uh being on the show and for enduring um Uh, quite long enduring
0: like four hours of listening to chris Um, talk oh
1: my god and really quick josh you want to shout out really quick one more time where your uh people can find you
4: uh you can just find us on facebook uh the power and the honor foundation and you can find me through there you can just message me
1: okay cool and for all the your masters of the universe questions because you are just a plethora of information (laughs) and thank you for doing the video um it is just it it's outstanding. If you haven't watched it yet, folks, uh, take some time. Pull over if you're driving. Uh, it's like 12, 15 minutes, and it's just it's worth every second. So, um, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Uh, it's uh, it's
2: really- nine minutes, Chris. It's nine yeah. minutes long. Come on, right, get yeah, with yeah, the program. 10. Get with the nine program. Get with the program. Come on. I, I'm a little. Sort of inaccurate information. Are you putting out there twelve to fifteen? Stop. Uh, those
0: come on. on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. on. <laughs> I think
2: I think I've I think I've come up with an like an outro. Everyone okay. needs like an outro. Okay. I think I want to tell people to collect hard.
1: All right. Just collect
2: hard. That's what right. I'm going to say.
1: How about collect how hard? How
2: about, how about collect, collect hard, hard my friends? Hey. Collect hard, my friends. I like yeah, that. You yeah, you you hard, I have to keep
1: collecting. Collect. So, you know, it's
2: uh, the. You, uh, you keep collecting?
1: So I, like, I, 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 I say, collect, I go, collect hard, my friends. Th- this oh. is how we do. I'll go, keep collecting. My friends. Keep collecting, See, my friends? Yeah. Hold on.
2: That's, that's what you're saying? Did I miss that? That's, that's your Yeah, we've,
1: we've done it a lot. So You don't watch our stuff. I understand. <laughs> I, I
0: do
2: like collect hard, collect my hard, friends. You, you collect hard, my cases. friends.
1: It's,
3: it's... it's true.
2: I'm too busy. I'm too busy putting stuff in cases, which I don't do. <laughs> yeah. I don't do that either. Collect I don't do that either. Well, no, I so, watch the videos. I, the, the streams. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't watch. I'm sorry. Until
0: next uh, time. Whatever, collecting. my friends.
2: Collect hard, my friends.
0: Bye. Thank you.